Good evening, America, and welcome to another edition of World's Greatest American. We have a great panel here tonight. Uh, I am joined by none other than Mr. Nicholas Bradshaw to my left. Woo! <laughs> uh, the one and only co-host with the most, Jacob Biggs. Hey, friends with the most. <laughs> um, we have a new contender slash participant in the show, uh, Alexis Flora. Hi. Welcome, welcome. Thanks for coming on. And returning defender of her previously uh, shoddy <laughs> title, Molly Caton Biggs is back. Hello. She will try to not fall asleep this yes. time and end up uh, letting Cody win when he shouldn't have as a result. <laughs> we believe in you. <laughs> you got this. She's drinking a Corona Extra. She's going to be okay. All right, so, uh, Nicholas Bradshaw, would you like to start the game for us today? Yes. Great. He's got a question locked and loaded, probably movie-related. I do. I, I did make it, almost not make it movie-related, but... It's but not, then you did. It's not tired yet, I hope. No, I like it. I no, like yeah. it a lot. It's um, fresh. All right. Who would do... So, you say the... I've been on this twice now, but I forget. You say the names after I ask the question, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so, who is more likely to be... Uh, complicit in a matchmaking scheme between two people that think they hate each other but actually love each other. Oh. Complicit? Whole oh, all right. They yeah. help get them. Is together. this parent trap? No. <laughs> More sophisticated. Oh, so this what? Is much to do about nothing. Oh, okay. So someone the, the they're pers- matchmaking other people who hate each other, but they don't. They love each other. Okay. Yes. All right. So the matchmaker is the yeah. one we're okay. The matchmaker who's, who's, is the American. So let's say they are successful at it. Who's more likely to be successful at that? A successful matchmaker. matchmaker. Anti-matchmaker. Yes. Anti-matchmaker. Well, well a matchmaker well, are people who But they are love each other. Each other. But right. then they end up loving each other. Yes, right. Okay. This is a plot to a movie I've never seen. You should have just said Parent Trap. All right, Jacob. Eight and 18. We have Billy Crystal or Dan Teasdale, who I believe was indicated as the person who helped make Rock Band. Yes. I did that for you. Uh, thank you, You're thank welcome. you. The game I uh, wrote a book about in stores now, listeners. Um, Kaylee finished it last night, though, right? She texted me. It was a very lovely yeah, message. I'm sure this is all very inside baseball that the yeah, fans are really right. eating this up. <laughs> the lore. <laughs> the lore of the people on the podcast. I mean, Billy Crystal, he has the gift of gab. I think he could convince mm. two people that hate each other yes. that they like each other. 1,000%. Yeah. But I is agree. that just because he's been cast in When Harry Met Sally, which is yes, like the yes. perfect 100%. telling of that, that story? Though. Yes. That's true. He but does. Life imitates art. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dan Teasdale made one hell of a video game, but that's really all I know. If about you could him. use the game <laughs> to match make people, mm. that a rock could... band themed well, dating did. app. Yes, I think we just get to your next year <laughs> yeah, project. Yeah. Well, there we go. Um, I gotta go with Billy Crystal too, Me just because I, uh, as Nick has said before on record, Rob Reiner doesn't miss. He doesn't, and it is true. Um, sorry, Dan Teasdale, it is a shame to <laughs> immediately delete you from the list, but maybe next time. You're never going to get invited now. I know, to the big, the, the head big rock honcho, band rock band style. convention. <laughs> uh, all right, Jacob, pulling out his notepad. I didn't have to pull it out, it's already in my lap. <laughs> <laughs> Just giving the listeners a little visual for it's them. It's an audio medium. It is an oh, audio wow. medium. Yeah. Um, this is not Alexis's first podcast. That's a very <laughs> podcasty thing to say. That's Just very, so you know, a clever retort. I'm, uh, I'm sitting with a beer in hand, a pen in the other, and a <laughs> notebook in my lap. 
I'm wearing my Los Pollos Hermanos t-shirt in, uh, <laughs> in celebration. Of Better Call Saul just ended. Oh, last so week. good, so good. You guys need to catch up. Catch up if you haven't. Who still owns their childhood Pog collection? <laughs> I like this one a lot. It's a Pog. <laughs> oh man! It's pretty much like a circle of cardboard that you slap on another circle of cardboard. Well, that's. But they have cool designs. Yeah. It's like marbles, but from the 90s. Yes, very 90s. Alf made a return on Pogs really? on The Simpsons. Okay. The Simpsons episode where Millhouse has some nice. Alf Pogs. Did you have some? I was too young to have Pogs, but <laughs> They're I like know checkers, them. <laughs> but they have pictures of people you like on them, or cartoons. And if you win, like you get to keep other people's Pogs. Just for yes. the record, I'm pretty sure I have yes. Pogs. They're, they're collecting. Somewhere well, if you're on this list, about. you're going to thrive. Gonna be great. That's the only person we know for sure. So that's <laughs> All right, uh, Alexis. I need two numbers, one through thirty-one. Um, four and uh, twenty. That's Adam two. West. Was that a purpose? <laughs> that was not. See, <laughs> <laughs> dropping a little, just a little slip there. Adam West and Aaron Paul are the Americans. Oh, well, like we have less players. Yes, dramatically very fitting. Well, if we're talking about crimes here, I don't know whether. Adam West Prime is either Batman or the mayor on Family Guy. Is he into collectibles? He seems like oh, he's so he's so weirdly nerdy. Like I bet that he has a lot of pogs. Aaron Paul, though he did grow up in the '90s, I can't imagine he would collect pogs. Right, but okay. He doesn't seem like a nerdy. He seems like one of the handsome actors that kind of... But was it like a nerdy thing to have in the 90s, or was it like a, a thing pog? that everyone had? I think it's pretty nerdy. Well, like, do you think it, the question is, mm. like, if they <laughs> had pogs, they would keep them, or, like, actually, genuinely likely to have that's, them? So, that's true. They're, they still have I think if they the had pogs, pogs they, they still have them. They've mm-hmm. kept them this long, mm-hmm. is the question. What if Aaron Paul is keeping them because he thought he could maybe sell them one day? Right. So not nerdy, just Yeah. Is that more? I don't know if that's. I am. It's like Beanie Babies. I mean, if you're gonna go into a career in acting, you have to have a backup. Mm. That's true. But Adam West is also an actor as well as a nerd. I think Adam West is one of those people who is a producer of collectibles, not necessarily a. He. You don't think he has them? And like, given age and temperament, as much as it hurts me to eliminate Adam West, I would give this to Aaron Paul. (laughs) I okay. also can't separate Aaron Paul from Jesse Pinkman in my mind. So, <laughs> sure. And Jesse Pinkman has never cleaned his house. So oh, yeah. he probably still has the pogs somewhere yes. in there. Jesse Pinkman does. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, all right. Sounds like we're voting for Aaron Paul. Anybody voting for Adam West? Nope. Sorry, Adam West. This sucks. <laughs> you are not the world's greatest American. <laughs> Moving on to the sure. next question. All right. Um... Okay, who is most likely to engage in a very extended argument that craft beer is the only thing to drink and everything else is piss water? (laughs) All craft beer? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Molly, 1 through 30. Uh, 7 and 28. We have Billy Crystal and Meryl Streep. Not Meryl Streep. There's no shot. No, I mean, I don't even think it's Billy Crystal, but it's definitely not Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep probably doesn't even drink beer. No. Yeah. It's a wine queen, absolutely. Mm-hmm. If she drinks at all. 
I can yeah. see Billy Crystal finding crappier later in his yeah. life. Oh, you for sure. I mean? Right now. Like, what's he been up to lately? Yeah. I'm Drinking beer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just more thinking, like, Meryl Streep definitely can, does drink beer, whatever, but I don't feel like she's going to fight anybody about no. it. No. You know? Billy Crystal, yeah. An old white man? Yeah. Totally. Well, <laughs> this could fit. Within this context, we're also saying that every other beverage is piss water. Every other beer. Every other well, beer. he's not okay, condemning okay. water. Good, good clarification. Yeah. <laughs> that would be crazy if he's like, you can't drink water. <laughs> can't just it's piss water. You can only drink It's keeping me alive. <laughs> it's full of piss. Um, so, any votes for uh, Meryl Streep? No. All right, Meryl right, Streep. Meryl. You're not the world's greatest American. She's never won. Yeah. <laughs> this is a very uh, cohesive unit right now. We're all working as one. I don't think there's been one upset yet. This is the I'm I'm waiting for that to change. Yeah, Cody's gonna listen to this and be be like, "Oh, I gotta throw it into chaos next time." <laughs> um, all right, Molly, do you have a question for us? Uh, and don't look at the Americans and their numbers. That's cheating. Spying on the Americans. <laughs> at least her her eyes are wide awake this time. <laughs> um, who would be more likely to go to a? Basing your words out convention? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah, who would be more likely to run a pottery barn? Like a manage a pot- like pottery barn? Or own? Pottery okay, manage barn. a pottery barn. Yeah. All right, one through 29, Nick. In pottery barn, do you buy pottery or can you learn to do the wheel? You, is that a joke? <laughs> half, half joking. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been. Like some of the finest home. Furniture. But you're not making it. No, you're not making yeah, it. Yeah, you just buy. You're, you're buying some the pottery. Some of the beautiful and bougie, like you buy a mug for yeah thirty dollars. That explains why I've never been in there. One mug is thirty dollars. <laughs> it's paired with another thirty dollars. Seven and twenty-seven. Uh, popular man tonight, Billy Crystal, yeah. and Orson Welles. Oh. I gotta give it to Billy. Really. Again, back to the personable. Yeah. But, um, He's got that cottage core. Why would Orson Welles run a pottery barn? Why wouldn't he run a pottery barn? Well, he could barn. do anything he wants to do. <laughs> but That's true. I would go to Billy Crystal's pottery barn. I've never cared to go to a pottery barn. <laughs> That's true. If he ran it, that would be more incentive. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Orson Welles wrote... War of the, the Worlds, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's mm-hmm. H.G. Wells. Oh, Wells. Wells. No, oh, oh, Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane. Oh. Shit, you're right. Oh. Uh, well, then I and H.G. Wells, not American. Well, oh. glad we okay. caught that. Glad we caught the guy who wasn't an American who's not on the list. I guess yeah. maybe like in the lore of the show that we've just now created about Billy Crystal. Yeah. <laughs> if he's obsessed with craft beer, I don't know. <laughs> Everything is craft beer. I just <laughs> don't know whether he would run something as mainstream as a pottery barn. I've never been in a pottery barn, so how mainstream is it to say that it's less mainstream than a Chuck E. Cheese? Because I have been in that several times. What is the most <laughs> mainstream? I don't know what to logic say ever. About And I love it. <laughs> like what, what is the super mainstream version of pottery barn? Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, okay, pottery barn. Pottery, pure one. Well, you're like buying... A, a pure one. Okay. These are yeah. scores I don't visit. Yeah. So, like... I can never tell from the decor of your living room. Yeah. Oh, well, there's a whole bunch of CDs and a picture signed by Hugh Jackman of him as Wolverine on the mantle. Yep. A uh, couple of pops over there. There are pop pops. Or whatever. There are Crash Bandicoot and Deadpool pops. Uh, the Clerks 2 script. 
<laughs> and a picture of me uh, from my aforementioned book, My Life According to Rock Band. And the photo, uh, the uh, blueprint of the first projector ever made. I thought that was the Flux Capacitor. You could probably it is buy not. a picture <laughs> of the projector at Potter's Barn. Okay. Can you? Yeah. That sounds yes. cool. For $45. It's not pottery. No, no, there's very limited pottery. Yeah. And it doesn't look like you could find it in a barn. Maybe we in the wrong audience. I'm thinking world market. World market is amazing. Yeah, yes, yes. But like the other thing to understand is that Pottery Barn is much more mainstream than you're making it. World market has <laughs> alcohol. Because <laughs> like, okay, there was this whole episode of Friends. Oh, I'm right? Right, uh, right. Oh, right? Like, okay. So like Phoebe, right? She's like cool and hippie and trendy. And Rachel buys this, what is it, a... Like apothecary a, table yes. from Pottery Barn, and she tries to sell it to Phoebe that, like, oh, wait, I found it from an old woman at an <laughs> antique flea market, blah, 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 blah. But then Phoebe finds out that she's just, like, a bougie, like, capitalist bitch, mm-hmm. and so, therefore, <laughs> mainstream. What does Joey think of the Pottery Barn? Oh, oh it's too expensive for Joey. Joey okay, so, I mean, I guess we're... Maybe we're Ross. I don't know. None of us have been in Pottery Barn is the point Ross I'm trying to make. Be, Ross would be in Pottery Barn because yeah. he yes. bought the same apothecary table as Rachel. Ross is the hopeless and that's how Phoebe So is Orson out. Welles or Billy Crystal more like Ross from Friends? Orson <laughs> No, it's O. Oh. That's easy. <laughs> I feel like Orson Oh, okay. Wells. That's an interesting Billy way of phrasing it. It's not Orson Welles. Billy Crystal's more like It's definitely Ross. Billy Crystal. What? He wrote Citizen Kane. Yeah. He is that's, Citizen Kane. <laughs> you feel like that... What Ross has never or will never come close to writing Citizen Kane. That is not in his wheelhouse. So Ross, okay, I get. Billy Crystal, however, hopeless romantic in the movie When Harry Met Sally. He's probably in other movies. Uh, I can't think of one, (laughs) but he's in. Oh, he's Mike Wazowski. Yeah, Monsters Inc. Mike Wazowski could run a (laughs) party. He also played. um, uh, (laughs) I would go to Mike Wazowski's pottery farm for sure. Was it at a pottery he, barn? Uh, was he probably would have bought stuff from a pottery barn as the manager of John. Oh, Princess Bride. I don't yeah, remember. He's the him healer in Princess Bride. Yeah. Get him in that. that guy says to Blade. That guy. Yeah, but he's in that very briefly. <laughs> what? That's no, he, he he's not Leslie in a ton of movies. This is interesting. Well, he was City more. Slickers. He was a comedian, right? Like he was a stand-up guy. And he did that stuff with Whoopi Goldberg a lot. Spinal Tap. Analyze that. Okay, yeah. All right. Well, this has been an episode of Billy Crystal's career. (laughs) Um, I'm gonna vote for Billy Crystal. Same. Same. Orson Welles. Okay. Well, Orson Welles. Okay. You're not the world's greatest American. All right. I barely know anything about Orson Welles. He just got big masculine energy. (laughs) Yeah, he wouldn't run a pottery barn. He would not. He might own a pottery barn. He would never run a pottery barn. (laughs) You seen the first Muppets movie? Yeah. He's the guy at the end of Muppets. He's the big movie executive that's crying when they all come in and tell the story. So there's more Orson Welles in the work for you. Do for rewatch. Orson Welles. Anyway. (laughs) Okay. More likely to outsmart Michael Myers. If the movie Halloween was real. Okay. To outsmart and defeat Michael Myers. 1 through 28, Jacob. 7 and 14. <laughs> Billy, <laughs> Billy Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> and John Hinckley Jr. Who's that? Who that? 
obsessed American with Criminal. Jody or, uh, oh yeah, he's the guy um, who killed, who shot that guy for Jody. Uh, yeah. Oh no, he is, he shot uh, Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan. Yes. <laughs> that guy. And I believe he lives in Williamsburg, Virginia. Like he's out or whatever, what? out of prison. So yeah. No way. <laughs> Can we get him on here? I, I no. think that's real. <laughs> to defend. Uh, criminal charge attempting to kill the president. Right, because he didn't actually kill Reagan. Yes, he failed. He failed. So he's uh, assault now. on a federal officer, use of a firearm during the commission of a federal felony, assault with a dangerous weapon times four, assault with intent to kill times four, assaulting police officer with a deadly weapon, and carrying pistol without required license. Mm-hmm. Um, span of crimes seventy to nineteen eighty one. Yeah, he was released from psychiatric care in 2016 with a lot of conditions, but his restrictions were unconditionally lifted in June of 2022. Mm-hmm. And I'm Whoa, two months ago! Near my grandmother in Williamsburg. They they quarantined him? They sequestered him to Williamsburg, VA? Yeah, that's right. Wow. This is a learning that's podcast. That's right there. That is. And the fact that he's done something violent does not necessarily qualify him to outsmart Michael Myers, because... Better people than him have failed to do that. That's true. Well, the the blunt did. force type thing has been done. I don't think Billy Crystal is going to be well, Michael saying, Myers. But there's some premeditation that goes into like trying to yeah, pull yeah. off assassinating the president. So that's true. If he can't even it's kill a, a human man, how is he going to kill an immortal man mm-hmm. <laughs> who well, can't die? Anybody, and you've seen more than Ryan. Has anybody besides Lori come close to outsmarting him at all? Does anybody else have a success rate? Never. <laughs> To the point where he's, like, dead. Well, hold on. The well, difference, though, between trying to assassinate the president and outsmart Michael Myers, that's a pretty big jump because the president has secret service around him. A lot harder true. to get that close to, right? You might be able to, like, surprise Michael Myers in a way. He's an individual. Yeah. So, a yes. bigger bag of tricks. Right, right. Although I do think that that's generally how he shot Reagan. Like, they were in a crowd and he kind of did yeah. the, like... He just snuck up. Mm. That's yeah. before Secret Service got super tight. And right. then they're like, we should have been tighter. And then <laughs> since then, it's been super tight. to really yeah. get us there. Yeah. <laughs> Live and learn. Um, I got to vote for uh, Williamsburg native John Hinckley Jr. <laughs> Is anyone voting for Billy Crystal? No. Oh, mm-hmm. Billy, you had a great run, my sorry, man. Billy. But sorry, you're... You can, you're you're going out in your pottery barn with your craft beer. <laughs> yeah, what was the first thing that he won? Uh, uh, oh, oh, yeah. Hopeless romantic guy. Oh yeah, uh, the matchmaker. matchmaker. The matchmaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Matchmaking in a pottery barn while we're drinking craft beer <laughs> and shitting on piss water. <laughs> That's the Billy Crystal I know and love. Until All right. Michael Myers walks into. <laughs> <laughs> then it's over. <laughs> All right, um, Nick. Question. Okay, mine's kind of similar to yours. Yeah. Is it who's no. likely to kill Jason Voorhees? No, who would be uh, most likely to successfully trick Loki? Ah, uh, the Black, god of mischief. A la Black Widow in the Avengers when she's like, I'm oh, so okay. sad, you have to tell me your plan now. Okay, and then, trick the trickster. Yeah. Okay. So I guess we're talking like wordsmith or, or convincing Outsmart actor. a person who in, whose whole thing is outsmarting yeah. people. He's not got all his marbles then, but still. Yes. Know. Okay, so 1 through 27, Alexis. Uh, 2 and 18. <laughs> Larry King and Aaron Paul. I would just Larry love King. to watch Larry King talk to Loki. <laughs> yes. I think that would be fascinating. That is pretty funny. Although, 
Yeah, Aaron Paul's not going to outsmart Loki. No. He's just going to be like, science, bitch. Yeah. Right. Loki will be like, you Again, are beneath me. Again, can't separate him from <laughs> Yeah. I, I well, venture to say that nobody in the world knows anything about Aaron Paul. They all just know. Well, he's he's a great yes. Todd in BoJack Horseman. Oh well, yeah, that's not. Nobody counts that. I haven't seen it. It, it looks really bad. Mm-hmm. Have not watched it. Um, Larry King's got that thing where like he'll ask one question, then he'll ask the weirdest fucking question imaginable. Yeah, I like Larry and King to win this. I think he's so frail that Loki's just gonna be like. Look at that little thing. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell him whatever he wants to know. He's not going to live past like this conversation. 80 yeah, year no. old man who's been married eight times. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it seems He's like a king. slam dunk. He is the king, quite I literally. Vote for Larry King. Yeah. Here. Anyone voting for Aaron Paul? Sorry, Aaron Paul. You're not the world's greatest American. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jacob, question. All right. Bear with me on this one. Mm-hmm. Who's the most likely to. Build their own instrument. We're going to call it a stringed instrument, like in the cello, violin, guitar area. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then um, secretly murder people, harvest their blood, and paint and lacquer their instrument with their blood. Mm. What movie is this? Yeah. It's a, or is this just a, a weird dream you have? It's a spinoff. Um, we'll say it's a spinoff of the Red Violin. <laughs> okay. So... Prequel. They pose as a musician, they kill someone, and then they paint their instrument with this person's blood. Yeah, I mean, it's been ages since I saw the red violin, but I remember that it was lacquered with blood, and that's pretty much where I'm at. All right. Mm -hmm. Um, Molly, 1 through 26. Uh, 12 and 15. Uh, George Washington Carver. (laughs) (laughs) And John Carpenter, the director slash creator of Halloween and Michael Myers. Uh... Uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Um, <laughs> the Fog. I do want to remark on the irony that part of it was designing and building your instrument, and yes. we have a carver and a carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> Something to that. That is. That's why you're the co-host. Um, as much as I wanted to do a bit about how innovative George Washington Carver was and how that can relate to <laughs> inventing and then thinking, hey, I'll lacquer this with blood. Yeah. I feel like John Carpenter might have what you're talking about in his basement. Yeah. <laughs> He's a musician and a horror director. What more yeah. do you want? Yeah, <laughs> he has both of those things. Yeah. Uh, so, any votes for George Washington Carver? Yeah, he's too awesome right. for this. Yep, yeah. you're not the world's greatest American. Get out of the game. All right, moving on to the next question, Alexis. Who is more likely to go on a trip to Rome and pose as a pop singer's doppelganger, and then take down said pop singer's former partner. Oh, is this? Like the oh, the, the Lizzie McGuire movie. So it dreams are made. It is a dream. One through twenty-five, Nick. Okay, um, twenty and nineteen. Phil Mickelson or Mickey Mantle? <laughs> Two athletes. <laughs> Bill Mickelson I mean, is Mickey, Mickey Mantle probably has more of a pop star vibe going on. I not looks wise. I mean, that's an attractive man. Uh, have you looked at Mickey Mantle? Have you looked at Mickey Mantle? I haven't looked at. I've, I remember his baseball. Those card. hips. That's where I'm at. That's what I'm telling he's you. not conventionally pretty. Oh, he's cute enough. <laughs> he's cute. Dude, he's got the looks. What are you talking about? The looks. He doesn't have to look nice. He just has he to look like an Italian like a pop star. Versus right. Phil Mickelson would look like a pop star. 
Yeah, what's, let's see Phil Mickelson in this Phil Mickelson also did the live, also tried to join the live golf tour. Was were, was that a golf tour centered around stealing the identity of an of a singer? Essentially, a Saudi Arabian golf. Okay, Phil Mickelson, not that. That's not the best. That's not a good picture. No, you gotta get a younger, younger photo. Younger photo. Picture. He's precious. He was at some point. Now he's very controversial. Are you a mother to both of these people? They look alike. <laughs> they look alike. They do oddly look slightly similar. They look you like they could it, be you brothers. You want your children to be successful. My baby looks great up there. <laughs> yeah, well, one of them is like the home run champion. One of them is the golf champion. So right. they did pretty they okay for themselves. Uh, I feel like golf is more likely to carry to Italy than baseball. And then American baseball. Hmm. But I feel like American baseball has more of a pop star quality to That's it. True. And you could get away with it. I guess it comes down to who would sing better. And I don't imagine any golfer would sing I mean, ever. Mickey Mantle maybe did the the national anthem one year. Or he did take yeah. me out to the ball game. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah. And he also, baseball players just get drunk and sing, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. plus a golfer just goes home to his room. They're, They're very they quiet people. They hate <laughs> noise. <laughs> baseball players love noise. And I think Phil Mickelson has kids. He maybe doesn't have time to pose as a or take down somebody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who would look better in a wig? Who's given more autographs? <laughs> they look the same. Yeah. Oh, they Who has given more autographs? The baseball Mickey Mantle. Absolutely. Yeah, one thousand percent. So right. he's already he's already well practiced at the autograph. Yeah. He getting to a thing that is not even part of the question. It it takes place after the question has been served. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, relevant. Okay. He, it's re- it's adjacent. Um, I gotta go for Mickey Mantle. Anyone voting for Phil Mickelson? Eminem all the way. Eminem. Too bad Marshall Mathers isn't on this list, (laughs) to my knowledge. Um, All right, Phil Mickelson, you're not the world's greatest American. I like that question, though. Mm -hmm. That was good. That was unique. Molly. Yes. Um, Who would be better at negotiating the release of an American prisoner? Okay. What? Who's the prisoner? Like, how much negotiate? Uh, like, is it a is it, it a felony like, or is it like based off recent news, like a Russian, some an American, a Russian American? No, no, American stuck in Russia. Okay. She was a WNBA uh, player, right? Yes. Yes. How'd she get stuck in Russia? She went there. She, she went there. Basketball, <laughs> and then she has some weed, and then. Oh wow. Like, yeah. I mean, that's still illegal. Come on, guys. Just don't do illegal drugs. This is the world's greatest American podcast. <laughs> and the most wholesome podcast. The most wholesome podcast there is. <laughs> drugs are bad. Kids. If you want to get stuck in Russia, don't do it. Uh, so you're negotiating someone's freedom from a foreign country? Yeah. Okay. Uh, one through 24. Do you just go, Jacob? Nope. Okay. I think it, uh, let's go with 19 and 1. Mickey Mantle or Nathan Fillion? I'm great at picking back. Fillion, of course, Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion. Well, he's very charismatic. He is. Is Mickey Mantle also charismatic? Well, no, because well, he can hit stuff. But remember, back in the day, like sports weren't televised. He didn't have to be charismatic. But I feel like he We're just is. We're completely ignoring that we no, were just charismatic. <laughs> <lots around. laughs> I think Fillion is charming to people who already know him. But that's like I feel like 
if some like Mickey Mantle showed up in a foreign country to negotiate things, like, oh, it's Mickey Mantle. Everyone yeah. knows Mickey Mantle. Well, because also Russia is 40 years behind on yeah. American culture. <laughs> They're just getting over Mickey Mantle. Yeah, Mickey Mantle just died in Russia. Yeah. They haven't even seen Firefly. No. Oh, no. That means nothing to them. But, yeah. Fillion is... They, they are not even close to the Uncharted games. Um... Yeah, I got to specifically a Russian, an American prisoner in Russia. I mean, I, that's the thing. I don't know how word savvy Mickey Mantle is, but I feel like they would hate an American actor, like mm-hmm. a popular personality. Yeah. And Mickey Mantle is just like a global icon. Kinda, in that picture you showed, kind of like Gorbachev. He's just some unit. He's big. Yeah, he's like a big guy. <laughs> he doesn't. He's not a pretty to boy. Run around like some sort of similar baseball diamond they've made constructed and say look I'll, I'll do yeah a charity game let him out that's true who would have that. would Mickey Mantle have more money than Nathan Fillion 100%. in his prime are we yeah. adjusting totally. for inflation naturally yes <laughs> castle yeah. reruns cannot be worth everything that you get <laughs> yeah, that's true alright votes for Nathan Fillion yes one one, one? no one else alright Nathan Fillion sorry Apologies to the one Firefly fan in the, in the house. <laughs> is he Canadian? I'm just thinking about this. Oh, oh good cue. Well, he is Canadian. <laughs> Disqualified. <laughs> oh, we should start. By uh, just Googling we, we should start. There should be like, not this time, but next podcast and future podcasts, we should come up with like a nickname for someone who submits an Ameri- uh, Canadian mm-hmm. and like or defends a Canadian right. or another a non-American yeah you Just lose points somehow the yeah. yeah we'll call them communists or something <laughs> we have like one special episode where everybody gets kicked out for not making yeah all the, <laughs> the loser bracket <laughs> the loser bracket of world's greatest American um alright so it's my question and my question is who is more likely to thrive as this person is put into witness protection uh-huh. and they have to run a lighthouse six days out of the week for 12 hours a day. Who is more likely to thrive and who is more likely to just get out of witness protection and accept potential death from the people who are after him uh-huh. or her? Does that question... So the winner is going to thrive. He gave us two options. Sorry. The winner is going to thrive. This person, who is more likely to thrive in the new life? You have to, you have to stay under the You have to stay in the lighthouse six days a week, 12 hours a day. You get one day off a week. You make not great money. Sure. <laughs> but you don't get killed by the mafia. But you don't get killed by the mafia. Okay. And one of these people is going to thrive more than the other. And the other one's going to try and get out. Noted. One through twenty-three, Alexis. Uh, three and nine. Aaron Burr or Joe Rogan? Mm. Uh. <laughs> Joe Rogan's thriving. Yeah. <laughs> thriving. As the lighthouse director. Hell yeah! He can keep himself entertained. You think he can be alone with his thoughts for that long? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he's worked for That's, all these years. That's fair. He he might. Spend all his like meager pen- or pay on shrooms and just be in the lighthouse. Yes. If he could podcast from the lighthouse, of course it's him. Right. You know, he can occupy his time. If he's that in is witness true. protection, he's good. That's a good point. That's yeah, true. He he will, the mafia Joe, will know. He be Joe Rogan in he is now John Schmogan. He's yes. now Ro Jogan. He uses a voice modifier so they don't know who it is. He's not lighthouse. Oh, so he has a new, yeah, just, he's and his podcast is like the review from. 
part of the lighthouse. It's not like he would be the yes. first Joe Rogan clone. To well, you know that Joe Rogan has some fans in the mafia. They'd, they'd be like, this guy <laughs> sounds pretty familiar. Yeah. That. So Aaron Burr. What's our stance on Aaron Burr? I Aaron feel like Burr, isn't he the dude who he like, shot hit somebody? He killed Ham- Alexander Hamilton. Hamilton. He killed yeah, but there's, a, there's also another thing. I think he like fucking beat somebody with a cane in Well if he murdered that, a man, that I would believe that. No play, so that can't <laughs> no, I, be right. I think I and committed... it wasn't. It was that South Carolina guy yeah. who yeah. shit out of someone with a cane, not Aaron Burr, and that was like the Civil War, not the Revolution. Okay, okay. Aaron Burr shot a man. Yes. I listened to like a four-part. Um, well, it was a duel. It was a duel. Yeah. And how shitty actually Hamilton was, as opposed to how the play is. And Aaron Burr was like super smart. He actually cared about his family a lot. He didn't ever really want to run for office, and people just wanted him to. And then people spent years kind of like dismantling them, him, because Hamilton didn't like Burr, right. according yeah. to historical right. record. Okay. So, that has almost no bearing on the question other than that like i think he'd like the solitude and he could be very productive well also just in his prime all he knows is they don't have electricity mm-hmm. so a big light is probably gonna be super cool to him yeah would be cool. probably uh, much better at entertaining himself without yeah but he has Joe Rogan Theodosia and theodosia jr to take care of mm-hmm. and they can't like live their best lives in a lighthouse joe mm-hmm. rogan is nobody so. Well, Joe Rogan is Joe lives. Rogan not married? I don't know. He's gotta I hope be. Not. He's a billionaire. Somebody's like wants a sugar daddy somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, can whoever's in this lighthouse see the woman? Burr's family can live in the lighthouse <laughs> yeah. for another right. twenty-four right. hours a day. I guess my issue is the Aaron Paul issue, where I can't separate Leslie Odom Jr. from Aaron Burr, <laughs> so I can't picture that guy living in a lighthouse. Fair. Um, fair. Joe Rogan has been married to the same woman since 2009. Cool. And, uh... I bet she'd be happy in a lighthouse. <laughs> what does Jessica Ditzel do? She has worked as a model. Um, she has worked as a manager of models. Um, and she has also worked for an account executive for Robert Half Technology. She did some modeling for him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and an analyst for Volvo Motors- Motorsports. I think that I am gonna vote... I'm I'm a little back and forth, but I like the idea of Joe Rogan just watching a light go in circles for twelve hours a day. I, I like that, but I don't think he would thrive as well as Aaron Burr. So I'm going to go with Aaron Burr. Hmm. I think Aaron Burr is too motivated for success to hide away in a lighthouse. Are you? Is that the real Aaron Burr or the Hamilton Aaron Burr? Oh. <laughs> yes, and <laughs> I'm going to vote for Rogan so long as the lighthouse has an internet access. Because if it doesn't, I'll give it to Burr. But you decide. Does it have? I would imagine it would. It's it's a modern lighthouse. Every every Wi-Fi is everywhere. I did not know that modern lighthouses were Wi-Fi towers. <laughs> I mean, they they have to now. I don't know enough about everywhere has Wi-Fi to answer this question. <laughs> I don't either. I'm just like, we're saying that's Wi-Fi. Exist anymore. <laughs> oh yeah. You <laughs> um, I'm still gonna vote for Aaron Burr. Votes for Joe Rogan. Interesting. Okay, three. Well, your hands down, Molly. So that is confusing. <laughs> All right, Aaron Burr, you're not the world's greatest American. Nicholas Bradshaw. Okay. Who would be more likely to win a basketball game if their family was on the line? Oh, jeez. Okay, high stakes. What what movie is this? I just watched Space Jam too. <laughs> <laughs> I play a lot of 
lot of multiverses, and I caved and finally watched it. Yeah, so. that movie is well. You know, when me and Nick make our w, uh, Warner Brothers movie review podcast, you'll hear our take then. <laughs> uh, Molly, numbers one through twenty-two. And no, one through twenty-two. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, number bag. Uh, twenty-two and thirteen. Charisma Carpenter, Cordelia from Buffy, uh, or Brie Larson. All right, this is a complicated question because Brie Larson Brie is pretty fit. Fucking jacked. And yeah, very fit. she would definitely She's be good at basketball. And. <laughs> And Charisma Carpenter has a son who she loves dearly and posts on her Instagram every Good day call. and, like, would pull something out from deep within her. About basketball? Yes. Why? What is your... Because her family's on the line. It's like, you know, when moms lift, like, SUVs Oh, like a lot of weight? Kids? Okay, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I thought her son... You were saying her son, by posting Instagrams of her son, she <laughs> inherently was good at basketball. I'll that remind just means she loves her kid. Like the eight people who saw Space Jam 2 that LeBron didn't win that game by being good at basketball. He did it by encouraging people to be themselves. So it, uh, we don't have to base this on jackedness. That's right. Nick's yeah. right. That Charisma movie sucks. Carpenter goes to no. so many Comic-Cons and encourages people. Mm-hmm. Brie Larson is... I mean, true, you, you have the family angle, but Brie Larson... Alright, so Cordy in her prime is yeah. in Buffy, not yeah. Angel. Right? Well, she's an angel for most of Angel. I know, but Angel is a worse show. Angel is a worse show. I think there's like there's more good a conversation to be had. There's more good seasons of Angel than there are of Buffy. No, because realistically, boo. Buffy season two, three, and five are excellent, and everything oh, four is great. Else is like fine. Four is great. If you think four is the best, Did you watch like, it while we you should were have in a separate conversation. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So four is wasted one... more time on stupider shit. <laughs> So four is the one where they have Spike in the basement for like the first third of the season. Right, four is the college years. Yeah, where Adam is the villain and the unit. Wait, which one? Which one? All right, so two, the villain is the huge serpent principal, or is that three? That's three. Okay, that's two, three. Two, the villain He's is the Angelus. trio. Is Angelus and uh, fucking trio six and girl and and Spike. Spike and Spike is the villain Drusilla too. and Spike. Drusilla, yes. Drusilla, uh, yes. <laughs> Okay, so five is Gloria, who I don't really... Glory, Glory. yes. Yeah, Glory. It's like, it was supposed to be the finale. And some guy named... The network decided they wanted more. Six is the three nerdy dudes. Yes. That one sucks. And who's the villain in seven? The first. The first. With Nathan Fillion. all evil. With Nathan Fillion, who's the preacher, Caleb. That's right. Okay, that one also is not great. Right. Uh, Well, who's the villain in four? Did you already say this? Adam and the unit. And the lady, the teacher. The, the initiative is, yeah, yes, the initiative. The initiative. Sorry, yeah. Yes, I, I remember. Re- Wait, Walsh. which one? Hold on. The best episode of all of Buffy is... Oh my god, is, please tell me what you think it is. Is Hush. Yes. Which is and it was years. in season And that's four. in season four. four. There you go. But I would, I would argue the arc from I Only Have Eyes For You All The Way To Becoming is among the best arcs of television ever in season two. And I was definitely not an arc guy with Buffy, but the episode Hush is the best episode of network television. By, I mean, top ten for sure. Season two of Buffy into like that first season of Angel after three, where they yeah. have the time travel episode. I also right. just That's fucking hate right. David Boreanaz. So the fact that they sent her to That's show around his character. Bones. Yes, <laughs> yes bones. bones. But Alexis Dennis. Really, he's a great guy. 
I know. No, I do not like David Boreal. Who could win basketball to use him to save a family's life? Charisma Carpenter. I agree with uh, this conversation. Uh, no, Brie I gotta Larson go to... was in a movie called Room. Yes. yes. She had she a had... child with her kidnapper. That's yeah. true. Do you think she would... Based off of Brie Larson's acting and that she's anything like that, I think she could pull her weight. And she's also ripped now. She's about to be Captain Marvel again. She's about to be in Fast and Furious 10. Being jacked doesn't make you good at basketball. It helps. You can body him out. Yeah, I feel like hard is Wait, so oh, Bill Murray in the first place. One more Buffy tangent. Which episode is the body in? Season five. All right, that's the second best episode. But yes. four is still the best. Okay, moving on. Back to the game. Um, we'll start a Buffy <laughs> podcast later. Are you saying that? <laughs> the disagreement. <laughs> <laughs> the connection between Ben and Corey. What is the musical episode? Season that's, that's season six. six. I do not like the musical episode. The musical episode, episode rocks. How do you not? I like the song. A lot. <laughs> 500 times. <laughs> I've seen it. Have you never watched it? No. Oh, it's oh fun. It's very fun. It. It's I watched so the first one. Don't watch Angel, though. Angel sucks. <laughs> Angel sucks. Angel's very good. Angel's very good. good. The, especially <laughs> the first season is quite good. I mean, <laughs> you're one for one on your movie or TV show recommendations for me, so. What's what, did what did you watch? Uh, House on Haunted Hill. You watched Hill House? No, all no, the way? Yeah, the Haunting of you Hill House. You never updated no, no, me. I did. You... I told you. It's just you I would have told conversations. <laughs> I would have told you to watch that, Jacob. It's fair. I'm voting for Christmas Carpenter and go in the back. I'm voting for the other one, Brie Larson. Captain Marvel herself. All right, votes Charisma for Charisma. Carpenter. Votes for Charisma. We have two. We have two. We have two. Jacob. Votes for Brie Larson. Jacob. We got three for Brie. Charisma Brie. Carpenter. Shouldn't have been an angel. That show blows. Wow. All right, moving on. That was a long tangent. Uh, whose question is it? Do we need a minute? That was tense. Everybody can take a breath. It's fine. I mean, we can talk more about Buffy if you want. Forcing us to self-regulate. It's it's, uh, Jacob's turn. After hours. Is it your question? It is my question. Okay, then ask Who is more likely to first get their cat high and then secondly (laughs) clip its whiskers off? That's, Wait, that's why? Just, I, I don't think that question is. Is this allowed. related to a previous guest who accidentally got his cats high? Um, no, but it is related to a friend of mine who did exactly that. <laughs> you have multiple what? friends who get their cats high? Wait, who's the previous guest who got his cat high? Oh, I don't know if his name wants to be episode. mentioned on the pod. Oh, he left in the middle of the episode to tend to his... Oh, no, that was accidental. <laughs> the cat, the cat ate... It got into an edible that they left out yeah, by yeah. accident. Okay, so he got his cat high. That cat, yeah, that cat, he... And uh, clip his whiskers. But Are they doing it, like, as something that needs to be done? Like, the whiskers need to be trimmed and they're just anti- uh, uh, numbing their cat to this experience? No, no, no. no. It's, it's that when, uh, like, to give you the full history, I was probably... I was about 17. My 17 year old high friend cut off his cat's Dude. Oh. Yeah. So he and the cat were high. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. That's okay. Not. Right. How did he get his cat high? He you fed blow it in, it in the ear. If you blow it in the ear, they have two no. blood vessels. That's it's insane. Whole thing. That's not it does. Yeah. They, they fully absorb it <laughs> a lot. I was not telling you. It's 100% real. How did he get his cat high? You blow. Right, sorry, you, no, no. How do you know that? Oh, that because I witnessed it. <laughs> and the cat looked high. So you were the there. Cat, you didn't the, stop. I may have whiskers. partaken in getting a cat high in my life. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the title of the episode. <laughs> um, I, a little backstory. No, um, I don't think you need. I don't think you can 
I can tell. I can guarantee you the cat was hot. I'm not. I'm digging it deeper. If anything, Molly. And what? Yeah, absolutely. We, oh, got, we have latecomers all the time. Shut up for a minute. Hey, <laughs> yeah. like, I'm quiet. Hey, everyone, shut up. I want to talk about Angel. I um, I blew some smoke in this cat's ear, and then um. Oh, you did it. You were no, the perpetrator. No, no, no. This, this is a separate. It was a separate okay. instance. This cat's. You did this on multiple occasions. How many cats have you? Heard? At least twice. <laughs> um, the the cat was much more sluggish post. I would imagine marijuana. so. It's it's very high. Um. <laughs> who are the Americans? The question is, who's more likely to get a cat high for to clip to, not not like mate and maintaining the whiskers, but like actually almost harming the cat. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. Or mu- not mutilating, but like not you know, uh, sabotaging the cat. The the cat's senses were all out of whack. Yeah. Okay. Just One through twenty one. Uh, Nick. Um, six and three. We have Tom Clancy or Miley Cyrus. I gotta go with Miley. I gotta go with Miley. There's no shot. It's Tom Clancy. Yeah. Anyone want to defend Tom Clancy? You are out of here. I think we spent way more time on the question. <laughs> that is one of those rare instances, but it does happen. I mean, it was a confusing question. All right. Al- Alexis. Who is more likely to forgive everyone's student loan debt not just $10,000 Joe Biden my man oh not everyone's well I'm very yeah everyone's the whole bit that's a lot of money a billion dollars a billion dollars of debt it is okay um, 1 through 20 Jacob 20 and 10 Brie Larson or Stephen Medway who's that Stephen that's the one I put in for you Medway is the creator of Blood on the Clock Tower Wow! Unfortunately, Blood on the Clock Tower isn't as lucrative as the Marvel franchise. So <laughs> that's true. Brie Larson also is a kind person who would do that. We also can't confirm if Steve Stephen Medway is American. Kate and I discussed that his game is very British. The game is British is, as fuck. Game, Deny that. The game is British. He could just be an Anglophile. That's true. He could. He's got an Instagram and a LinkedIn, and those are both exclusively American social medias. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, yeah, I gotta go with Brie Larson anyway, even if he's not. Fair. Uh, votes for Stephen Medway. Jacob, you gonna defend your boy? I forgot the question. <laughs> it's who's more likely to forgive all student debt. Oh. Well, he loves games, and students like games, so they have <laughs> shared interests, and he might want to cancel all their debt. The so game of permanent life Spend debt. less time working and more time playing games. Hmm. Okay, so that's not a great argument. All right, so yeah, any other? No one for Stephen Medway. Okay, moving on. Next question. Uh, Was that Jacob? Uh, That was no. That that was was your. Sorry. Okay, I got all shuffled around. It's uh, Molly's question. Who would be? Oh, new en- new uh, entrance into the game. It is Kaylee. Oh no, only a cameo. Only a cameo. Ice cream. Ice cream, ice cream yeah. in this room. You well, can. I have chocolate for me. I mean, I have one for a birthday person. You have ice cream for me. I mean, I can. I have. I have. Do you like vanilla ice cream? You're doing enough for him. I mean, I do. <laughs> it's not. It's not much of a secret. Oh yeah. We I would like, like we would we always would enjoy more people to play the game. If you want to use use my fridge or freezer to uh, do that. 
okay, all right. If you need to do things for, you, I know, I know. That's why I can't <laughs> complain. I can't complain. All right, all right. guest Did appearance by Kaylee. What? Oh yeah, we won. Nice, congratulations. Fans of the show, let it be known, Kaylee won her softball game. Yes. Yay! Bye. 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 See you later. Ciao. She was wearing a basketball shirt when came to a softball game. Yeah. It looked like she'd been running around. Yeah. So. Yeah. That shirt was mine when I was like sixth grade. Yeah. Apparently, it works for softball now. Great. There you go. I'm Did she like, find that and was like, this is mine now? I'm like a hoarder in a weird way of like, if I find something at you my parents' pogs. house, I take it away. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, I don't know if I ever thought I was going to wear those shirts again. <laughs> and there's a good stretch of time where I absolutely couldn't wear those shirts again. Um, but, I don't know, she just likes to wear it. I think they're okay. fun and colorful and for kids. <laughs> I didn't look at the shirt. I saw that she had a shirt on, but it's I didn't like look Rock at City it. Like Rock City Well, she... She, she was a little flushed because she just was playing a sports. There's so many like, tangents on this episode. Is, this is she, What sports was she playing? Jacob was start. originally running to get rushing to get to a concert, and it may be over by the time this episode is done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, it was it was a loose rush. <laughs> next question, Molly. Um, talking about softball, who would be the better uh, sports mascot? Better sports ma- mascot. Okay. okay. One through. 19. Uh, Alexis. 1 and 19. Larry King or Brie Larson? Oh. Brie Larson. I mean, it's Brie Larson. She's Captain Marvel. She's already like... I think Larry no, Larry King. King. In what Amazing way? Mascot. In what way? He can't move. The man's By a skeleton. Is he I still alive? He's bringing a unique perspective. Yeah, she's yeah. more of a character than Brie Larson. Oh, I Absolutely. feel like I feel like his prime was right before he died. He never went out of style. Yeah. Did he die? I'm sure he's dead. Let me watch. Yes, he did. He did die. We talked like Adam about Adam West like he was alive and he's dead. He died in 2019. But the thing is, is that yeah. like any any sports team would be like, "Woo, Brie Larson!" Yeah. But it takes a special sort of fandom to really get behind Larry King as your mascot, yeah, and that would be ride or die. Is Larry Brie King Larson would bring a lot of, of energy, energy to the game, which is what mascots yeah. do. But Larry King would bring. Hold on, is, so is, I should have clarified this earlier, is the mascot Larry King and someone is in a huge Larry King mascot costume? <laughs> no, I should costume? have clarified, they're in the costume. Oh, so this Larson. person, oh, then Brie Larson, because yeah. the costume can be like a goofball or like a bird or... I, I was imagining Larry, Larry giant You're not going to know it's Larry King, he's wearing a huge fucking you, bird head. No, okay. Uh, you I would prefer see the giant Larry, Larry King. King. <laughs> That's what I thought of. If that, you have an argument. That makes the question better than, yeah. No, 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 that was not your original question. I still think Larry King in a costume or outside. That's insane if you think Larry King inside a costume where nobody can tell it's Larry King would be a better mascot (laughs) than Brie Larson. An old man. You like the idea of a shitty mascot that you don't know why they're shitty. (laughs) Like you could see them put the put put it on. Jesus the, Christ. Alright, any votes for Larry King? No. He's a mascot for the people. <laughs> <laughs> He's a representative. Larry King, <laughs> you are not the world's greatest American because you can't be in a mascot costume. Correct. Um, Alright, my uh, question. For the record, I'd vote for Larry King. Thank you. Oh, well, you're still out. You're still out. You're doing it because you're being nice. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm, still, I'm still clinging to Larry King, the mascot costume. <laughs> And that's why I'm here. Okay. Um, I should have looked at my letterbox for my next question because I've had, you know, you one whole beer. You're coasting, dude. You need to work harder. 
Okay. More. <laughs> <That's a joke. laughs> more likely uh, to be a better spelunker slash cave diver in order to save. 13 people trapped oh, underwater no, in a no, cave. No. Oh, I heard all about that. That story. movie's great. The documentary is on Disney Plus. It is a fantastic the documentary. documentary. The rescue. No, the rescue is on Disney Plus. It's amazing. And now there's a new Ron Howard movie about that. Oh, Ron Apparently Howard's making Ron, a movie? No, he already made it. It's already yeah, it's out. out. What? Apparently that's about the rescue? Yes. 13 lives, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Why, just watch the rescue. Just, it's really fucking good. I think Ron good. Howard like corners the market on Yes, we all love, we all <laughs> love, yeah, that's true. We can agree, Hillbilly Elegy is one of the greatest movies ever made. Yeah. You got Vigo in it. What? Vigo Mortensen? Yeah, he plays one of the school when, guys. This just came out? Yes. No, it's not. We don't, I work in a movie theater, we've never had this movie. I think it's on, like, one of the... Oh, it's a streaming? Yeah. It's a str- Oh, okay. So well, then it's HBO less... Thing. Amazon is, Studios, yeah. Oh, so it's an Amazon. That's even less likely. Because uh, Prime is only available on one TV in my house, and I don't use it that much. Um, all right, so more likely to successfully save uh, people a la the rescue via cave diving through a three-mile underwater cave. Um, one through 18, Nick. Okay. Uh, 15 and 14. Um, Alec Baldwin oh. or Charlie Day? Alec Baldwin doesn't even know how to use a weapon correctly, so... <laughs> that is true. Who's Charlie Day? Charlie Day is uh, Charlie Kelly from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Right. He was in Pacific Rim. Isn't that the character's yeah. name, though? No, Charlie Day... Charlie Day's the actor. Charlie Day's the actor. Is the actor. Really? Charlie Kelly oh, is... Oh, I thought it was It's a good name, <laughs> No, Charlie Day, he it's just like, plays... not a real American. <laughs> okay, I'm there. Yes. Wait, what's the other one? Alec Baldwin. Also, Alec Baldwin, who can scuba three miles in an underwater cave to save 13 children who are trapped on the other side? Alec Baldwin. No shot. His wife is a yoga instructor. He probably... Which wife? She's also... The Spanish one. Eladia. The The new wife. The not... Yeah. He's had seven children. He just murdered a guy while not trying to save him. Are we talking prime? Imagine what he'd do if he tried. There's debate about whether there was intent. There was an intent, but that's what I'm saying. It was an accident. He wasn't trying to save someone's life, and he murdered them. Imagine if he's trying. Accidental manslaughter. But that's a good question. When is his prime? Uh, Oh, 30 Rock. No. No. Alec Baldwin? Alec Baldwin? Physical prime. Saying his name louder doesn't make your point any better. No, I'm... I'm I feel like his prime is more... I feel like his prime is closer to Beetlejuice than it is to 30 Rock. Oh, Beetlejuice? 100%. No, no, no. He's the funniest and most entertaining and most worldly loved during 30 Rock. I believe. When did he yell at his daughter? That was bad PR. No, I think SNL Alec Baldwin, when he was really big Everyone loves my sweaty balls. Yes, I think that's when Mm. he was at his prime. If we could do Beetlejuice, Alec Baldwin, I'd pick that. But if it's not that, then I'd pick Charlie Day. You know what I mean? Well, I, no also, like both of these... I don't think Al- Alec Baldwin... Alec Baldwin can scuba. <laughs> I, Alec Baldwin? He's also taller, so he'd right? take up more, more length That's in the true. ocean, so there's less energy spent. That's right. But I think Charlie cool. Day is small enough that he can he, fit, he in can fit in the crevices. There's some really narrow parts well, in this cave. Well, figured out where they were, he didn't really... Well, still, you gotta follow the the rope to get there. Yeah. I 
can't believe Ron Howard made a movie that I'm just now finding out about. <laughs> this. I just watched the documentary that came out like a year ago. Um, I, I can't give it to Alec Baldwin. It's Alec Baldwin. There's no, no It's shot. Alec Baldwin. I mean, I don't think Charlie Day would obviously be like the ideal choice. Right. But I think... And Alec a, Baldwin would be. Joe, Alec Baldwin. vegan? She, no. Uh, okay, well. Alec Baldwin's the future of uh, fat vegans. Not anymore. Yeah. He's, I picked Alec Baldwin, though. Alright, so votes for Alec Baldwin? Alright, it's it's everyone against me. Alright, Charlie Day, you're not the world's greatest American. Well, if the four of you are trapped in a cave, good luck. That's all I can say. Um, I'll swim my way out of there before Baldwin gets me. Next question, Nick. Okay, who is more likely to defend a well-established brothel in Texas? <laughs> What movie is this? The best little whorehouse in Texas. <laughs> okay. I think I said that. <laughs> Defend a brothel in Texas. Yes. From what? Being shut down. By Johnny Law? By the morality oh. police. Oh, okay. I see. Okay. Okay. I thought it was like a... So it's existed for like 150 years and suddenly people got this stink about it, but who's more likely to like stand up for it and say like, yeah, it's... It's a part of our culture now. Oh, so I thought you were talking about like defend the Alamo. They're fighting the whorehouse from the government trying to take it from Defend them. its right to exist is what I'm saying. Right. Sure. It is weird that when you put Texas into the sentence, you immediately think guns and <laughs> violent fighting. Burt Reynolds is the guy who exists in the movie. Okay. So. Well, That's good to know. Think the That's Burt Reynoldsization of whomever this is. Okay, 1 through 17, Jacob. 17 and 2. Miley Cyrus or Brie Larson? Miley Cyrus. Uh, Miley Cyrus. 100%. You know why it's Miley Cyrus? Because the main person in that movie is Dolly Parton. And that way it's Dolly Parton is Miley Cyrus' godmother. Yeah. There's a what spiritual does that connection have to do with her? There's a spiritual connection. Well, I mean, if you think of which person is, like, gonna defend a brothel, it's gonna be Miley Cyrus. Absolutely. Yeah, that's probably true. She takes her clothes off quite often in her movie. Well, and I think she's probably pro-sex work, mm-hmm. right? Not that Brie Larson isn't, it's just who is being... Brie Larson is... I guess if it's not a physical fight, because Brie Larson would win a physical fight, which we have established it is not. I feel like Brie Larson's also in that weird kind of big A-lister position where... She doesn't want to harm her... She doesn't want to not get big Disney money. But already demonstrated her bottom and is just descending again, so she's not defending... Is she descending again? Or ascending Oh, yeah, no. She already, like... Bottomed out and everything. I'm saying, what does she have to lose? Yeah, so that's she All it. right, yep, you sold me. Anyone for Brie Larson? No. no. All right, sorry, Brie. I will still watch the Marvels. <laughs> uh, Jacob. Who is more likely to successfully traverse several city blocks <laughs> while being in the pursuit of the police so you can get to the courthouse and testify? Blocks. The 16 blocks. Sure, yeah. I love 16 blocks. It's too. a great movie. <laughs> I love it. Yu Gi Oh! Why are the police trying to stop you from testifying? Presumably. They're dirty. Yeah, the, so you have information yeah. that could take take down the dirty police. Uh, Is this so, the Bruce Willis movie? Yeah. Okay. So the entire then, movie so, but the one, blocking 16 No, blocks. the one good cop who's yeah. Bruce Willis yeah. is. He's essentially like not falling into all these dirty cops' agenda. Yeah. He's trying to right. He's trying to protect um, <laughs> most deaf oh, and get him to the oh, courthouse so he can yes. testify. Yes. 
Like, on its face, <laughs> the movie doesn't movie. make sense, though, because if you've been subpoenaed to testify, like, even they're if gonna you've been They're going to kill him before he gets there. doesn't matter. They're going to kill him. But yeah. the cops... They're going to fucking gonna kill him. They're going to kill him. Yeah. The oh, cops are crooked. they're going to say, like, he shot us, yeah. so we shot... The cops I'm are there. crooked. Okay, I'm there. This is like a training day situation. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Very similar. We're watching the movie after the podcast, by the way. It's going to be great. I love that. 16 Blocks always used to come on, like, USA at, like... Yeah, it was just on the TV. And I'd be, like, waiting to go to school, I'd be like... This is a great fucking <laughs> This is awesome. I don't know if I've ever watched it. it all the way through. It has exclusively been always on cable, and I would just turn on a part of the movie. Yeah. And I was like, this, this kicks ass. <laughs> it does. Uh, anyway. 1 through 16, Alexis. 16. Uh, <laughs> if you don't choose 16. 4 and 5. God damn it. Meg Ryan or Raphael Cruz? Who Raphael Cruz? Who is Ted Cruz's father? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> the Unabomber? <laughs> the Zodiac Killer's father, yeah. um, Cuban American Protestant preacher, um, regularly serves as a surrogate in his son's political campaigns. He's oh, eighty-three so. years old. He's the dirty cop. I mean, he We're raised a movie now. he raised Ted Cruz. <laughs> so, so the question again is: Who is going to escort someone, or who's going to get there? Or? Who, who's gonna? successfully get there. Okay. I yeah, guess this is a different question, I guess. You know. Meg Ryan. I want to say no, Meg Ryan. Because she's going to use the power of her beauty and her girl-next-door looks to get a series of unlikely sidekicks to get her there. Mm-hmm. And if she can drive cross-country with Billy Crystal in that movie, she can, she can do anything. She can 16 blocks. So well, Rafael Cruz, so in his prime, is... Um, siring his heir, I would assume. Yeah. You know, the greatest American. He's Ted becoming Cruz an himself. evangelical and having a born again experience in his prime. So <laughs> um, there we go. Sounds like he's got a lot on his plate. He does. Meg Ryan probably jogs. Yeah. I feel like Raphael Cruz knows how to use guns, and from from what I remember, uh, Sixteen Blocks is a violent movie. <laughs> I've only seen it on USA, where they block out most of the severe violence, mm-hmm. traditionally. Uh, but if it is, if you need to use violence, I don't know if Meg Ryan's, okay. and again, it's been a while, so I don't Listen, know the, the stakes. This sentence from Wikipedia said, Donald Trump accused Cruz's father of involvement with the JFK assassination. I love Whoa, it. Oh, he's, he's definitely dead. used a gun. <laughs> if Trump says he did. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, so if you, if you successfully assassinated the President of the United States, allegedly, uh-huh. wouldn't you think you'd be a pretty good defendant or well, uh, defender of someone? Obviously you have Magneto powers, so you can <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can get through 16 blocks. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I buy, in specifically 16 blocks terms, Meg Ryan's prettiness and savvy to get her through 16 blocks of murderers. She looks like a movie about boxers. Who's that boxer movie? Are you talking about... The the boxer? Top Gun? Yeah, Top Gun. called The Boxer. I, no, the, she honestly might have been The, the Liner? <laughs> no. Oh. That's, no. Not, that's not her. The Fighter. No, that's Amy Adams. Mm-hmm. It was called Against the Ropes. Yeah, Against I don't know that um, Who's The Boxer? She's the... story is a fictionalized account of boxing in Asia. The first woman to achieve success in the sport. Hmm. So she's Scrappy. really good at... I think she's got Managing. depths here. I That's think she can take it all the way. I think. I think if we're talking about a guy who murdered the president, he's probably the dirty cop. Mm. And not the, you know, self-righteous. Huh. Oh, that's a good defendant. point. 
he would be the bad guy. Yeah, but not in this scenario. Why not? Because I guess well, because he's being chased by the dirty cops. Or he could no, but he could to cover up his dirty cops. You can't invalidate the scenario just because you don't like him. I'm not invalidating the scenario. I'm putting him within the scenario and it fits. Right, but he's running. He's trying to survive for his life. That's ultimately right. the bottom, the but, bottom line. Okay, let me ask you. Is Bruce Willis a dirty okay. cop in the movie? No. Right, ask, okay, so exactly. So Ted Cruz's father can't be it because he's say a this, dirty cop. You lost me. Right. <laughs> there needs to be an amount of charm, a most depth level of charm. Yeah, and that's Meg Ryan. The oh, Bruce I, Willis character uh-huh. want to escort you most of the way. Uh-huh. And I feel like Meg Ryan is going to convince her, her charm. The Bruce Willis of it all to help her the oh. rest of the way. Whereas, do you really want to hang out with anyone that has cruise yeah. jeans in them? I don't. <laughs> I don't want to help that guy. They said at dinner every night he only talked about the Bible. That's not oh, fun. A little bit boring. Ooh. All I have to say is, uh, Meg Ryan was able to take a capitalist CEO. Sixteen make blocks. Him, make him a very <laughs> humble. Boy next door, and you've got mail. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. And we loved Tom Hanks in that movie. We did. We'll make Tom Hanks. Don't cry, shock girl. Don't cry, shock girl. <laughs> Don't cry. Uh, I still. Oh, All right, we got a vote. I know. Meg. Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan votes. Woo. Two, three, Meg four. Ryan. Okay. Meg. All right. Yep. Uh, Rafael Cruz, you're not the world's greatest American. Yeah. I think it's just... I don't know if I can be on this podcast anymore. Cody would leave. We've voted for some terrible people on this podcast. Oh, yeah. Ted Cruz is the reason I was furloughed for two weeks. (laughs) There you go. Well, you defended avidly George Bush when you were intoxicated and half asleep. Well, he had nothing to do with uh, being furloughed. (laughs) Alexis, question. Um, who is more likely to get an honorary PhD from Trump University? Honorary <laughs> PhD. <Great question. laughs> honorary. Oh, All right. Molly, one through fifteen. Uh, fourteen and eleven. Jennifer Lopez or Chuck Jones? Chuck Jones, unfortunately. Who's Chuck Jones? Chuck Looney Jones. Tunes guy. He looks like Colonel oh, Sanders. The American animator. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so he worked with the Warner Brothers mm-hmm. and drew a lot. Yeah, and maybe he does some like, like pro-Trump propaganda. Yeah, Jennifer like, Lopez is not getting anything. No, from Trump. for sure. And I'm yeah. just saying, like, who would they choose to honor? And I feel yeah. like Bugs Bunny used to be funny, and yeah. now the America doesn't like Bugs Bunny anymore. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Sure, sure, sure. All right, any votes yeah. for Jennifer Lopez? To be a, a thriving member of Trump University. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, J-Lo. All right, J Lo, you're not the world's greatest American. Enjoy your marriage to Alec Baldwin, a potential world's greatest American. Mm. Not in this game, but maybe. Uh, another life. Maybe in another. But he's universe. still in, right? Alec Baldwin? Yeah. No, sorry. Uh, not Alec Baldwin, Ben Affleck. I was yeah. very confused. Did I say Alec Baldwin? Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. I did. Brain. I got Baldwin Bray. <laughs> Not even a good one. <laughs> um, Molly, question? Or was that you? Yeah, Sorry. That was mine. Yeah, okay, so it is. You did the numbers. Okay. Baldwin Brain strikes again. <laughs> Who is more likely to have a trans stamp tattoo? Mm-hmm. Great question. Okay. Does, do we know what the tattoo is? I think we can leave that open, uh, right? 
If tramp stamp, it's just either way. It's not going to be great. There's no good tramp stamp tattoo. <laughs> it's like a dolphin. <laughs> okay, cool. A dolphin tramp dolphin stamp. Dolphin tramp stamp. Yeah, I like it. Nick, yeah. one through fourteen. Um, eight and four. John Carpenter or Meg Ryan? <laughs> oh, it's yeah. not, not John Carpenter. I mean, like the fact that you said dolphin, it just yeah. sealed the deal. Oh, I love the thought of John Carpenter having. I'm gonna vote for him. No, he does. I did the whimsy behind it. I feel like he's got a cool back tattoo. I mean, with all the, with all the. Yeah, of the Michael Myers. Horror and the sadness that comes with that. Movie. He's a musician. The light, That's right. and the light would be his dolphin trance. He's just. He needs a little. Something he made fun. Star Man. That was nice. He could have lost a bet to Michael mm-hmm. Myers. The mm-hmm. fake character the he made. <laughs> in his head, yeah. Votes for John Carpenter. I'm voting. I'm with mom. Oh, interesting. Okay, well, you still lose. <laughs> John Carpenter, you're not the world's greatest American. Meg Ryan, you have a dolphin trans stamp. While she's sitting Confirmed. somebody on 16 blocks. Yeah. Okay. Who, which of these two people could go the longest without pleasuring themselves sexually? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna call you Kellogg. Did we eliminate Raphael? He's out of here. One through thirteen, Jacob. Oh man, um, four and eight. Meg Ryan or Sylvia Plath? Sylvia, Sylvia Plath. Sylvia Plath <laughs> could go for quite a while. <laughs> I don't, well, I mean, looking at her. Have you she the can stick her head in an oven. She can. Yeah, I know nothing about Sylvia Platt, so I'll I take you I didn't know how fast we were going to get to that. Okay, <laughs> like, right. yeah, they were so fast. <laughs> Meg Ryan, <laughs> again, gives a very convincing fake orgasm in the movie we keep referencing. We have right. evidence that she's done that it she at least once. <laughs> <laughs> at least once. <laughs> uh, Sylvia Plath has never given a fake orgasm in a movie. Sylvia Plath, I think, would, totally would live Plath. in the tragedy and the yes. pain of not having that yes she would use it to okay. inform her yes. writing okay. <laughs> uh, so votes for Meg Ryan Meg Ryan you're not the world's greatest American moving on next question Nick who is uh, more likely to invite people to a birthday party they're throwing for their dog so they throw a birthday party for their dog okay. and they invite people to okay it. okay uh, Alexis numbers. Four. One through twelve. One through twelve. Twelve and six. Fred Rogers, Mr. Rogers himself, or John Hinckley Jr. Mm. <laughs> okay. Well Fred, Ra- it, Fred Rogers Mr. is cute and John Hinckley Jr. is insane, so it could work both ways. I unless he's trying to like cover up his insanity and be like, I'm a reputable member of society. Look at this dog birthday party I'm throwing. <laughs> <laughs> Will I mean, you come to my party, Ronald Reagan? <laughs> And throw a lot of dog birthday parties. <laughs> I like the idea of John Hinckley Jr. doing that. I think it's got to go to Fred Rogers. <laughs> All right, any votes for John Hinckley Jr.? No. Sorry, you're not the world's greatest American. You're not even the world's greatest assassin. You failed. Oh, no. All right, uh, Jacob, question. Who is more likely to live as a hit man or woman? Mm-hmm. Hit person. A hit person. Hit person. <laughs> um, and then... When they die, haunt their predecessor. Mm. What is this? A haunt? Who may or may not the be The person who murdered? Who may or may 
the person what? who talked to me. Wait, is this? Just oh, is this <laughs> like their mentor? Um, Wait, who are they haunting? They're, I think they're haunting their protege the to ensure, mm-hmm. ensure their success. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. It's yeah. a helpful haunting. It's a helpful haunting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. So this person was a hitman who died. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they are haunting their protege. Mm-hmm. Okay. One through 11. Molly. Um, four and three. Joe Rogan. Or Nick Bradshaw's mom. Shut up, Kaylee. <laughs> Fuck you, Kaylee. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I know right. nothing I about your mom. Make your case. Make your case. Make your case. Make your, make your case. Who is the other person? Joe Rogan. I had to know. <laughs> um, my mom's a sweet lady. She's making cookies for my wedding. She could never be a hitman. I think it's the other guy. You're gonna give Joe it to. Rogan. You're gonna cross your mom off the world's greatest American list. I'm gonna protect list. her from whatever bullshit that come up on this podcast. It was too late for me. I've won this. I'm up for grabs again. She can stay far away. You don't even know her name. That's true. Well, Kaylee doesn't know her name apparently. Yeah. She had to write Nick Bradshaw's yeah, mom. Yeah, I'm glad she didn't dox my mom. <laughs> Live on air. Okay, any votes for Nick's mom? He gave up such a compelling case. She's a sweet lady. She's Kate a sweet is lady. gonna have one of my mom cookies at my wedding. If you can support this theory. All right, Nick's mom, you're not the world's greatest American. If you have beef with that, take it up with your son. Oh. <laughs> also, Hit Monkey would recommend. <laughs> <laughs> one through ten Americans remaining. Um, the next question is Alexis. Oh, I forgot the conceit of the show for a second. Okay. Um. Okay. Who? Who? Who is That's what the owl said. Who is more likely to um, cut their lover's LVAD wires in an elaborate scheme to get them a new heart transplant? Okay, what is an LVAD wire? Yes. A left ventricular arterial. So they're performing cardiovascular like intense surgery the wires are in the chest they're just snipping them with scissors in but order they have to, cut open the to chest. make them sicker they don't because the LVAD's already attached interesting so this is a sabotage alive. yes a sabotage ultimately because he needs a heart so they're taking their lover's heart no they're, 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 they're weakening the the person. their person more vulnerable more in need of a heart it's too healthy. Yeah. Did you do yeah. yeah. so yeah. Well, it sounds like this Iron Man heart is working about. okay. Well, but here's the thing. It means that he has to be in the hospital all the time, mm. and he just can't live life like that. This is a dumb question, but is the wire, is that, that like a name for a part of the body? Is it actually no, they're pushed up to a fucking machine. wire that okay. goes into yeah. his chest. Cool. Much like Tony Stark. Right. Yes. Our Lord and Savior, Tony Stark. Brought back half the universe from complete... Death and yeah. desolation. So we're looking for a charisma check here. <laughs> okay, so wait, so they would do the wrong thing to get the right result? That's right. Okay, one through ten. Did you give numbers, Molly? Uh, yes. I okay, so Nick, okay. one through ten. Um, one and two. Bill Finger or Miley Cyrus? Okay, I'll explain and who Bill, Bill Finger Bill Finger, first. please. Okay, Bill Finger is the actual real creator of Batman. He created Bob Kane, but Bob Kane had a better legal contract. And he hired Bill Finger kind of after DC hired him. So for, from that, from 1937 to like a couple of years ago, like 2016, 
Like, he had sole credit for creating Batman, even though he's the guy that designed the costume, invented Robin, invented Joker, invented Commissioner Gordon, invented the bat signal, and all that good stuff. How is Cyrus? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I have to say that he's an unsung creative hero. That's all I can say. But he didn't make Batman? He did make <laughs> Batman. I'd like to learn more. So if Batman... There's a great documentary yeah. called Batman and Bill, and everyone should watch it in class. You sound like somebody who would ask Miley Cyrus to do this. <laughs> He can't even save his own intellectual (laughs) property. Uh, Tony Starkhart. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Yeah, my vote's for Miley Cyrus. She's a wild card. She's a real one. It's Miley Cyrus. Uh, All right, Bill Finger, you're not the world's greatest American. Not again. And apparently... (laughs) I can't... Sorry, Bill. (laughs) Um, Jacob, question. Oh, it's my turn. Is it oh, sorry. No, it's Molly's turn. No, you you talked a lot about yeah. Batman and Bill, and I assumed. Okay, Molly. Oh, she's turn. not asleep. My efforts to make this into a Batman podcast. Yeah, sure. Don't skip her. Uh, Force a habit. Um, <laughs> who is more likely to have their own stand at a farmer's market? Ooh. Have their own stand at a farmer's market. What are they selling? Anything specific? Honey? Jelly, um, seashell lamp, seashell, <laughs> seashell chandeliers. Mm. Is that a thing? She sells seashell chandeliers. She sells seashell chandeliers. Seashell chandeliers. All right, that might be the title of the episode. <laughs> That's the most insane sentence that anyone has ever said. Um, uh, okay, um, numbers are one through nine, Jacob. Three and four. Alex Jones or Sylvia Plath? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like Sylvia Plath Sylvia, would make amazing oh, Sylvia Plath. Sylvia Plath. Yeah. Yeah. a lot of time on her. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I do, use... though, like the idea of Alex Jones. So. <laughs> 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 that doesn't happen. Cody would not. defend <laughs> that <laughs> argument, but it does not happen in real life. Oh, no. Yeah, no oh. shot. There's only one answer. It's Sylvia Plath. Sylvia Plath, she doesn't masturbate, and she uses that energy to make seashell chandeliers. She uses her sexual frustration and makes a great seashell chandelier. Say that five times. Oh, my God. I just feel like Alex would go into sales very easily. I feel like he'd push that chandelier. Well, and also, there has to be some, like, just, walks on the beach to get all these seashells. Right, you think Alex right. Jones goes to the beach ever? Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's really yeah. a sand guy. <laughs> <laughs> Gets the urges down, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, votes for Alex Jones. No. Sylvia Plath, you proceed. Alex Jones, you're not the world's greatest American. Cody is at home listening to this crying right now. <laughs> Moving on to the next question. Uh, which is brought to you by me. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, My question is most likely to be, uh, I'm trying to do a a Red Hood metaphor, Batman lore. So they were originally uh, Robin to Batman, and then Joker uh, manipulated him and beat him within an inch of his life and convinced him that Batman was the villain, and he became a villain. Who is more likely to be a superhero turned villain by this method? Because he believes good people won't save you when the time comes. Uh, one through eight. 
collectors. Uh, one and eight. Miley Cyrus or Mr. Rogers? Oh. <laughs> I love the story arc of Mr. Rogers giving up on humanity to become a villain. He's incorruptible. Yeah. It has to be Miley, no it matter what. It has to be Miley. But if you look at like, who Robin started as, wouldn't you call him a Mr. Rogers type figure? Not Jason. Like Not Jason Todd. Not Kip stealing the Batmobile tires. I think you. Uh, Fred Rogers would care for Miley himself. Miley Cyrus is also. Miley Cyrus would definitely Didn't like. Miley just... Cyrus already do this arc. Yeah, she released <laughs> Wrecking Ball, and then yeah. yeah. And, like she's in her nice anti-hero phase now. Yeah. But like there was a period of time where it was it was rough. It's got to okay. be Miley. I think right? so too. Votes for Fred Rogers. One. Yeah. All right. Well, three, three against. I'm gonna vote for Rogers. Ah! What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's incorruptible. Have you seen? Won't you be my neighbor? I think that there's no such thing as ultimate. That ultimate. guy. It's Fred that Rogers. Guy. Incorruptible does not exist. He's the exception right. that proves the rule. Yeah, absolutely. He's not really he is. though. Did you guys, when you were children, ever watch that YouTube video that was everywhere? What was it called? The Ultimate Showdown of Ultimate Destiny, yeah. and then Mr. Rogers won it all. So he's mm-hmm. not incorruptible. Because he murdered a lot of people. I don't know that people. that's canon. Anyway. <laughs> I think the change happened to that. It's pretty big. Molly, you're going to have to settle this. Miley Cyrus. What was the question? Nick is correct. All right. We have, a tie. we have a tie. On the, it is very complicated. Okay. In Batman, originally, in Batman lore, there was one Robin. He was a good guy. He was Robin. And then Joker kidnapped him and tortured him. Uh, beat him within an inch of his life and convinced him that Batman was evil because he didn't come and save him. So this person turned into an evil Batman character. Robin. Yeah. Evil Robin. Evil yeah. Red so Hood. Who is more likely to go from nice little cutesy sidekick boy to murderous villain with the worldview shattered? And Miley Cyrus or Fred Rogers? Oh, I don't want Fred Rogers to feel bad. <laughs> that's, I do want that's to feel bad. The argument... Me and Nick's argument is Fred Rogers is incorruptible. And Jacob says there's no such thing. And I say, watch the documentary. Would right. you be my neighbor? That, but here's the thing. It's like, it's an, I agree it's an easier jump for Miley. Sure. She's, like, yeah. the, Nick's right. She has done this. Little, like, she's done the Red Hood arc. Line, right? But it's the, the person that you would at least expect to be corrupted right. to be the one who I actually goes to the I fully expected side. that kid to be corrupted. Like, oh, Miley Cyrus? Not, not, <laughs> no, I'm talking about Robin. if we're oh. going for Robin. Yeah. I, it's fun if everyone wants to read it, I'll loan it to you. But like three <laughs> issues before he got beaten to death and exploded, right? he hung like a drug dealer over a balcony. And when he gets there, the drug dealer's falling. And Batman's like, did he fall or that's did a, you push him? And he's like, that doesn't matter. So there's He Ed, had a little he, evil in him. He's not perfect. He's not happy, smiley, perfect I child. also feel like Robin is someone who kind of secretly doesn't like being in the shadows. Yeah. That one. I mean, that, that one. Mr. Rogers, has, he was in the limelight for a long alive. time. You think he's just going to chill in the shadows? 100%. Mm. He's, just he's the nicest man. Who is more likely to kill someone? Is also, just uh, as a quick aside, what's that Jim Carrey, the most recent Jim Carrey show? What? Jim Carrey show? Was that show? No, it's like Mr. recent-ish. It's, it's like it's essentially like Jim Carrey as Mr. Rogers, but his yeah, his sideline is. Is. is pretty dark. Okay, but that's not actually Mr. We Rogers. Do we, how do you know? Have, I've know. seen the documentary. The is, Would you be my know. neighbor? That can be Mr. Rogers to help us through 9/11. 
There's <laughs> there's also a movie following, or that they made a live action movie as they apparently do with documentaries. Ron Howard calling you out. Uh, well, where they cast... Did he make Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood also? I think he might have. Oh, the, maybe not. Oh, or, Mr. or Tom Hanks. Like Tom it. Hanks. You cast Tom Hanks as Kidding. Fred Rogers? Kidding. Who? That's Kidding. the TV That's show. It. Yeah. It's actually oh, okay. really good. I've never seen it. Okay. Don't have Showtime. It's Fred Rogers. Jacob flexing his money with his many uh, streaming <laughs> services. <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, it's, it's Miley Cyrus. Clearly... Okay, that's fine. I kind of agree it's Miley. It's Miley. Yay! All right, so three for Miley. Woo! Close it, Kate. Fred Close Rogers, you're not the world's greatest American. Miley, you are because you have lived the Red Hood arc. <laughs> At uh, least you didn't have to do the tiebreaker on the final question. Mm-hmm. While half asleep and fully drunk. Yeah. Uh, this is a lot better scenario. <laughs> Jake. I respect your decision. Thank you. You didn't respect my decision last week. No, not at all. I'm 100% honest if I was completely sober, I still You just woke up and said. You woke up and said, George Bush wrote a letter to my grandmother, I gotta vote for him, and then went back to sleep. That's the craziest. He he sends her a Christmas card every We know, it's on an episode. You can listen to it, people at home. They have their. They're batting their heads. Why is she telling this again? She has a basket of her Christmas cards. So there's not one this is George all Laura. Laura. This is all Laura on the podcast. <laughs> George and Laura sent me my cards this year. <laughs> all right. Next question, Nick. Okay. I have a Batman one, too, from, like, I decided it, like, 20 minutes ago. But I can do a different one if we don't want to talk about Batman anymore. If it's ready to go, yeah, let's go. Who is uh, more true. likely to be Batman's first love? Hmm. <sighs> Well, there are a few solid choices. Yes. Here. Whatever we're gonna do, we're gonna have to fight for Alexis <laughs> one through seven. Wait, is this so is this the person who like he fell in love with and then was like it didn't work like I'm gonna become Batman? Like uh, Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah, so this is based on Mask of the Phantasm, okay. but like the first person he ever fell in love with as an adult, let's say that. Okay. Oh, okay. He's more likely to be that person for him. Okay. One through seven. So like the blonde girl. The, <laughs> Which iteration the of Batman Wilson are you? Batman. Oh, it's a general Kim Bassinger. Kim Bassinger. Yes. Now you're Dylan Hall type. Okay, I'm cool. I'm there. Alright, um, one and seven. One through seven. One and seven. Miley Cyrus or Alec Baldwin? <laughs> I, Miley, yeah. Miley, and then she's. She, you know, has a few screws loose, so he's like, I need to participate in she justice. Has- She's been the Red Hood. I can't trust her anymore. <laughs> Can I imagine, like, people were like, Miley Cyrus for Harley Quinn, like, yeah. years before. So, was that the thing? I forget. That Probably. might be. Yeah, but she's not. I think Lady Gaga is the next no, I'm, well, I'm kind of What? Yeah. That sounds amazing. Wow. In Joaquin Phoenix's Joker sequel, I'm, Lady Gaga yes! is a Harley much Quinn. bigger She's also going to be kind of a musical. Like, there there really? will be musical oh, elements to it. It's going to be quite a movie. October 3rd, 2024. Or October 2024. Oh, wait, that. We just saw Lady Gaga on Black Friday. wonderful. I would never have sought out seeing that concert by myself, so I'm really glad that our friend initiated it. Holy shit. What a performance. She is a performer. That's uh, indisputable. Um, okay, so... Wait, what was the 
question. It's Miley Cyrus versus Alec Baldwin. Ba- More likely to be Batman's love. first love. So it's who would be Kim Basinger? Basinger. Miley Cyrus. Uh, uh, Explain Baldwin. your argument for Alec Baldwin to be Kim Basinger other than they were married. Okay, well then I can't. I can't. I don't have any other arguments. I think he is, at his prime, was quite pretty. Right? So and there's charis- that. And charismatic. charismatic. And he's got some screws loose, so ultimately it couldn't work out because... Batman's attracted to damage, not toxic. And that's what I think is the difference. I think she'd be the first one to say that, too. Uh, her experience has shaped her in a way that she doesn't like. He's uh, more. To- I think he's just toxic, dude. I don't think he's damaged. He murdered a person. Not just that, but before that. Batman ever did fall in love with somebody who like talks that shittily to their kid? I don't think so. Also, he did yell at his daughter, and he's probably just like he's an old school Hollywood like kind of just the shitty guy. Mm-hmm. Miley Cyrus, heartbreaker. Mm-hmm. She is very like Zoe Kravitz esque. Like he's also gonna want to save her from her sad life. It's um, fair. Okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Any votes for Alec Baldwin? The murderer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. There are six Americans remaining. Next question is uh, Jacob. Mm. Who would be more likely to own de-stinkified pet skunks? <laughs> so someone's like stink glands. Someone has pulled stink glands out of skunks. Yep. Okay. They own those. those this pets. is that's a. Yeah. Scoot on a possum. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. No, but are a little different. (laughs) They are created. They are genetically engineered possums. I will say that by physical force. If you were to if you were to put a skunk and a possum in this room and you could look at them, you would Mm -hmm. definitely say the skunk is cuter. Yeah. Which are like a ferret. It's got a cool head. It's like a ferret's close to us. Yeah. Who would have a ferret? Who would have a ferret? (laughs) So it's someone owns all bunch of skunks and pulls the stink lance out. Yeah, removes well, the stink. Look, that would be a whole new question. Well, that's what I'm asking. So he bought yeah. them without glands, right? Yes. So this person just owns ferrets. Somebody bought from, I presume, the person who sold Outsource. this person. Yeah, the skunks had physically removed the stink lance, so he bought them from like a serial killer. I'm sure that. There's a little bit more effort that goes into getting a skunk than a ferret. Yeah. But it's like owning you didn't a... have to do the removal of the gland yourself. Right. It's like owning a declawed cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except I think mm. more specific though. That's a good point. Which one's more fucked up, declawing your cat or de-skunkifying your skunk? Dewhiskering your cat seems more fucked up than declawing. <laughs> I just I want to reiterate that I was an accessory animals? to this. <laughs> I watched it. Animal. And wish I could take it back. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, one through Wait, six. Sorry, what? One, one through six, Alexis. Uh, two and three. Joe Rogan or Sylvia Plath? <laughs> Plath, Plath, Plath. Plath. Plath already sells, she sells, she sells chandeliers. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, same premise. I feel like Rogan's a more of a tiger guy. Yeah, Rogan owns. Yeah, he doesn't want skunks. I think Sylvia Plath owns skunks that still have. Yes, I think Sylvia Plath would have a skunk for the love of having a pet. She just wants to smell it. Oh, you just spray it because he likes you. You'll be experiencing his love for weeks to come. That's right. It's not Joe. Joe Rogan it's wouldn't own Rogan. skunks. No way. Why wouldn't he? It's if like Mike Tyson. You own a tiger, and you would find the tiger, and then you'd be punched in the face by Joe Rogan. Prove yeah. that Joe Rogan wouldn't own skunks. Can't prove negative. Yeah, you can't prove. We that. follow but strict okay. logic conventions <laughs> on this pod. Arguably, I don't think people were um, domesticating skunks in Sylvia Plath's time. Not that sure. it super matters, but well, a little bit matters. Well. Not really, because you sort of take them and insert them into the situation where they could have that. Maybe we didn't with pogs and animals. Mm. Mm. Good point. The I think Joe Rogan would be willing to have the whole repertoire of uh, zoo animals. Mm. So it's not like he exclusively owns skunks. He that would that's a pie. better argument that I'm willing to listen to. Yeah. He owns all of the animals, including skunks without stink glands. Yeah, yeah I could get that. I still think it's still You told it to me as a historical fact, saying A, this person's name, or B, this person's name. <laughs> I would believe Sylvia Plath 100%. Yeah, I gotta go with Sylvia. Even though, she, I would think Joe Rogan had a skunk without the, the discomfort, is what mm. you're calling them. The stink glands. Oh, right. glands I think Sylvia Plath would have a skunk. scientific title. Yeah. As a king. Yeah, I, I think Joe Rogan I would agree. alter a skunk. Yeah, okay. I agree. I don't think Joe Rogan would own a skunk at all, and I think Sylvia Plath would. So that's... No, vote. All right, yeah, let's vote. All right, votes for Sylvia Plath. Wow. All right. Joe Rogan, you proceed. Sylvia Plath, you're not the world's greatest American. All that Joe Rogan sympathists. <laughs> Sympathizers. Um... Moving on to the next question, uh, Alexis. Sure. Um, who is more likely to murder her fellow sort of superhero gal slash potentially ex-lover in <laughs> order to feed her blood to her current lover to cure a poison that's slowly killing him? Is this an episode of Buffy? Yep. We circled back. We did. Is this season four? It's season uh, three. Okay. The Faith That's season. one of the worst. Oh, I there's, don't like Faith. There's, there's a total thing that like Faith and Buffy fuck, but that's not relevant, so let's keep going. I don't think that's true. Uh, I've well, heard that before. There's an unexplained span of like five yeah, hours. No, I've heard it. I, yeah, I get that. Sure. <laughs> they didn't fuck. Who lasts that long? <laughs> two two <laughs> women. Two women slayers. <laughs> Um, None of that is written by Joss Whedon. It's mostly talking, and then two minutes of that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that is true. Um, all right, one through five, Molly. Uh, two and five. Joe Rogan or Mickey Mantle? <laughs> all right, so this person is stealing blood from someone. Yep. To, to their ex. Their, their ex. Their ex. To give to their current lover to okay. save their life because their ex tried to murder their current lover. Is this Spike? Joe Rogan. No. Rogan, totally. Oh, that's right. I mean... That's right, okay. I feel like Mickey Mantle's too wholesome to do that. Well, but that's the whole thing, right? Was that Buffy is wholesome, but she got to this point 
where she would do this terrible is it, thing. Like, is it as wholesome as winning a basketball game for your kids? So I'm going <laughs> to give it to Rogan as far as like, he means well, come on. He went all the way. Wait, but Faith did this, right? Buffy no, did. No, Buffy did this. Okay. If we're talking about who's the Faith and who's the Buffy in this pairing, Mickey Mantle's the Buffy. Yes, 1,000%. Joe Rogan's the Faith. I'm not underestimating so Mickey, Mickey Mantle's commitment to his current lover. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Joe Rogan does seem kind of selfish, except for the fact that he's been married to the same woman since 2009, which I did find out an hour ago. <laughs> so that's kind of a compelling argument. You've to had make time think. to internalize that now. I know, and I know he would. I feel like he's very loyal to this. You, you would. You would not think that Joe Rogan, with all the social media backlash, <laughs> and I just opened my phone and everyone hates Joe Rogan. I don't know a single thing about Joe Rogan right. other than he has a podcast, and I think he did Fear Factor. Yeah. Yeah. Fear Factor. You would have done Fear Factor. Um, what's the wrestling without? MMA. And he's also an MMA commentator. And he's been married to the same woman for 13 years? So he probably doesn't really have an ex-lover. He's married to his wife for 25 years. Mickey Mantle probably has an ex-lover. Oh, he does. I don't know. Mickey Mantle. I just feel like baseball players of that era were just swimming in it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. There's no loyalty. Yeah. There's, let's see Mickey Mantle's marriage track record, and that's gonna sink. That's gonna sink this for me. Here we go. We're gonna get to the bottom of it. This game would be impossible without the internet. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we know a lot about his home run stats. That's not important. This is a different type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. We're looking for personal life. Mm-hmm. Um, married Marilyn Johnson, nineteen thirty-two to two thousand and nine. Okay. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. What? That is... I'm not unconvinced that he didn't do this thing to keep them... <laughs> How old was Mickey Mantle? He was married for 70 years. That's crazy, dude. Holy shit. I'm giving it to Mantle just for that. Because anybody who does that is awesome. That just makes him... Yeah, he probably had to, like, they cut had... some throats to be able to preserve that marriage. Hold on, hold on. I gotta... Alright, so Marilyn Johnson... Maybe that's just her lifespan, because now I'm looking at the son's <laughs> lifespans. I want to know how long... Yeah, they're... like... Mm. But still, they were married. You could die at the age of 90 and it could work if you got married at 20. That could work. Um, 43 years they were married. She died, she was 77 when she died. And Mickey Mantle died much before her. Okay. Oh. Um, So 43 years is still a long time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's no 77. Uh, It's (laughs) Mickey Mantle. Juice. Uh, yeah, now I'm kind of, I'm leaning toward Mickey Mantle now. Is that crazy? Nope, it's the right answer. <laughs> I'll vote for Mantle, too. All right, I'm any there. votes for Joe Rogan? No. Joe Rogan, you're not the world's greatest American. Sorry, Cody. Two of your boys, out again. Because <laughs> um, you called us sympathizers. <laughs> <laughs> Next question is Molly. Um, uh, who would be most likely to be a uh, nude model for an art class. Mm-hmm. Nude model for an art class. Alright. Um, the numbers are one and four, Nick. Three and two. Three and two. Chuck Jones or Brian Cranston? Uh, Chuck Jones came up earlier. He's the Looney Tunes guy. Looney Tunes guy. Uh, yeah, not based him. on his not picture. Him. It's not that guy. Okay. Any votes for Chuck Jones? No. Chance. No. All right, you're out. All right. The penultimate question is mine. And my question is. Standing for 
I know this is that's there's so much pressure and there was just a Buffy question so I shouldn't go back to that well. You always can. <laughs> the Buffy well. Um, I'm gonna say who is more likely to successfully stop terrorists from hijacking a plane single-handedly. There are, there are a passenger on the there plane. There are a passenger on the plane. There are four terrorists with machine guns. Okay. Just four, right? Just four. So it's not Air Force One. It's not Air Force One. I just I'm made just, this up. I'm just saying, like, as a situation. It is not a situation. No. There, it's a standard plane. This guy, is, this guy or Do girl is in business class. materials that we need to know about? Just whatever's on the plane. So they can potentially get a material from someone's bag. They can sell the person's gun? Sure. Do that. Sure. Sure. Harrison Ford didn't have any materials on the plane. Uh, one through three. Jacob. Three. And one. Miley Cyrus and Mickey Mantle. <laughs> oh, hey, Mickey Mantle. He's. But they might underestimate Miley Cyrus. Yeah. And I she's smart enough to, to trick Jason. <laughs> I think. Didn't we decide that? Yeah. She's yes. smart enough to trick we Michael Myers. <laughs> She is smart enough to outsmart Michael Myers, or sexy enough, however she did it, whatever tools she used from her arsenal. Uh, Mickey Mantle, whenever I think baseball players on a plane, I think of the It's Always Sunny Box episode, where they just get drunk (laughs) on the plane and are invincible. Uh, Or he's too too drunk. No, there's no such baseball players can't get too drunk. It's impossible. It's so good. I feel like he's too big. They would obviously watch that guy. Like well, that guy's a problem. I feel like he would Honestly, like encourage leadership and stir the rest of the that's plane a good point. to fight back. Yeah, if you saw yeah, Miley like Cyrus doing effort. it, this person who's like half naked with a weird haircut, but, like yeah, you'd be like, yeah. please don't kill us terrorists. Yeah, I'm also picturing Con Air, and I feel like Mickey mm-hmm. Mantle is more of a Nick Cage than Miley Cyrus. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's also very loyal to his wife, which has good. been established. Yeah. And then, uh, like his his love for what was her name Marilyn? Yeah, Marilyn. Get him off that plane. Yeah, there's some level. What does Miley which, Cyrus have to live for? Yeah, because she's not with that guy. Well, there's some level to which that like any any man stands up on that plane, they're gonna be like, sit the fuck down. Yeah, that's true. Right, they're gonna that's see him as a threat. Yeah, might be able to get around that a little bit and play the gender angle. Yeah, if you're Miley Cyrus. Yeah, I feel like Mansell's like a heavy that can be used but wouldn't do it wouldn't be able to do it himself you know what I mean if we're talking inspiring passengers you know I don't know that he's coordinating it he's just hitting somebody really hard when that time comes mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna vote Miley for the, the well I mean have, has anyone seen Miley shoot a gun that could also be I'm yeah. almost certain that she must well, have you don't have to use a gun in this situation you don't have, have to, fight, to but it wouldn't help it would help but I think also, like, if you consider the average American on a plane, most people are dicks, right? So, like, they're probably sure. going to trust a Mickey Mantle type over yes. a Miley Cyrus type. Yes. I would agree. That is true. That's good logic. Mm. Um, You're saying that other passengers on the plane would be quicker to trust Mickey Mantle? Yes. And I think be you're quicker more, to rally with them. I think the average American, unfortunately, is more likely to trust your clean-cut white guy. Mm-hmm. Well, not just. It's Mickey Mantle. Well, they'd also be freaking out like, like, it's Mickey Mantle. Right. Well, especially because <laughs> most people he's been dead. All it takes is like one hit. He probably carries his baseball bat everywhere yeah. he does. That, that is what they do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone said that on the air like a key 
I'm sold on Mickey Mantle. Any votes for Miley Cyrus? I'm gonna do it just for the slide. Yeah, I think so. Uh, uh, yeah, like I'm torn, but I'm going Miley. Yeah. All right. So just two. Whatever. Just two. Three for Mickey. Miley, you're not the world's greatest American. And the last question, as always, who is the world's greatest American? Mickey Mantle or Brian Cranston? This always happens where there's one that just <laughs> there's one sleeper, sleeper yeah. that waits to the end <laughs> and shows up and then thrives and then Brie Larson is dragged across the cr- the coals <laughs> <laughs> along with Billy Crystal. <laughs> I think it's Miley Cyrus. She's Not out. In the running. Out. <laughs> Not in the running. Out. Oh, Mickey Mantle. <laughs> Mickey Mantle. Brian Cranston. I would say Miley Cyrus. Cranston is one of our best. I would say Mickey Mantle until Malcolm in the Middle and Breaking Bad happened. So now it's definitely Brian Cranston. Like, so you have to ask, who has contributed more to society? A great baseball player or someone who has given us one of the best television shows and one of the pretty good television shows? Also, if you haven't watched Your Honor, Alexis, you're fucking (laughs) sleeping on it. It's such a good show. Is that another Showtime thing? Yes. Oh, Jacob it's flexing showtime. his Showtime account. <laughs> showtime. Oh, showtime. Uh oh, no more the judge for just, you. Hey, just for the record, I watched Your Honor on the free trial. So. <laughs> well, isn't it only one season? Yes. How great could it be? You have no excuse not to watch. I it. don't have Showtime. I'm not a billionaire free like you. Trial it, God damn it. <laughs> The number of seasons means nothing, especially in the era of what's happening with HBO. <laughs> well, yeah, your your DC, your Batman content. And they canceled the cartoon. Come on, man. People are sad. <laughs> yeah, they got, of, they got rid of a lot of Sesame That's Street. What did what did Elmo do to them? <laughs> he had a late night show. It was fun. Um, well, I'm reading about Mickey Mantle, and it says that his private life was plagued with tumult and tragedy, including a well-publicized bout with alcoholism. Well, he's a baseball player. He has right. to beat Boggs so, so on the what plane. what I'm saying is, is if we're thinking of an American who is playing America's favorite pastime. Yeah, absolutely. And who is an emulating <laughs> a very classic American tragedy of, like, you're cool in public and you have a sad life behind the scenes. Brian Cranston did that in a television show, though. Yeah, but he didn't better. live it. <laughs> he didn't live it. Yeah, I do think he did. I would have voted for Walter White, but I'm not going to vote. For I'm going to vote for Brian Cranston just because mm-hmm. the range between. I'm stacking everything Mantle's done in this game up to this point. Brian Plus the Cranston fact is good as playing an American. Right. Mickey Mantle is. He lived it. He is. Gotta go with my boy Walter White. But it sounds like the range. I mean, no, I'm on board for Brian Cranston. I think I see your point, but I, I also think that like the widespread contributions to American media and the way that we that's the like, thing. conceptualize Name one show that's inspired by Breaking Bad. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. Think about this. 100 years from now, are people going to remember Breaking Bad or Mickey Mantle Mickey or Mantle. neither? Mickey Mantle. You think? Yeah. I get so much I get so much flack for me bringing up a single baseball game and they're like, "Why don't you watch soccer, bro?" I'm like, because I'm not from fucking Europe. Right, you're hanging out with non-Americans. But the thing is, I'm hanging out with several Americans. All my American friends love soccer. People could talk about, and here's the thing, if we're talking about legacy, people can talk about Mickey Mantle in sort of, they can say baseball player, unless you really know baseball stats. Yeah. What else are you going to say about him? Well, like, sort of, but you, Brian Cranston, and this is, part of the times, right? But he's right. been able to contribute to things that can continually be referred back to mm-hmm. that is going to establish a legacy for him. Mm-hmm. Like, and 
If it were um, John Hammond, the same thing, not Brian Cranston. Because uh, if we go back a couple years ago before Breaking Bad gets widespread acclaim, Mad Men holds the same title in people's hearts of being True. revolutionary TV. Right. Yeah. Don Draper's a classic mm-hmm. American yeah. character. Well, like, it's not as good as Breaking Bad. Not as good as Breaking Bad. I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying culturally we're talking about the same thing of an actor's contribution to a moment in American mm-hmm. history. And I do agree that Brian Cranston gets two mm-hmm. because of Hal and yeah. uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah, Malcolm in the Middle. But right. And what range for him to do I'm that? just saying we're like, I don't know if it's going to get better or worse from here out for TV, but I'm right. just saying it, it's, it could be. A, a, we're in the moment now, so it seems big. So I don't know if it's right. going to have standing. And we are talking about Mantle now, 100 right. years after right. his heyday. So right. like, who's to say it wouldn't go another 100? He's always going to be the first guy to set that record. My thing is, like, who remembers their actual names? Like, mm-hmm. Do people know who Brian Cranston is, or do people know who Walter? I feel White like is? Fair. people right. know who Brian. And could you argue that the creator of the show, whoever that is, Vince Gilligan, is more deserving of your title than? Well, just he couldn't have done it without Brian Cranston well, portraying you that say role. That, but no one else would have done that. No one else would have. People say that all the time, but you don't know. Breaking Bad's been there for like eight years, I think. Like I don't think that we, I don't think that we'd still be talking about it if Better Call Saul wasn't a thing. So isn't that a Vince Gilligan ism rather than a Brian Cranston ism that the conversation still? Well, the fact that Brian Cranston is in several things since then, including Your Honor, which I've not watched. Power Rangers movie. Yes, (laughs) I just watched Last Flag Flying. Okay. And everything I watch in him post 2014, I'm like, this is not nearly as good as Walter White. He is just. So you're saying it's downhill. It's all for him. Right. It's all downhill. Mantle's only gone up. Right. <laughs> well, then why is he dead? Well, <laughs> give it a well, count some time. Yes. <laughs> and like, if we're thinking about the cultural piece, Jacob, um, <laughs> are, are there is there other content that can be mined for similar results that like Breaking Bad can? Right. So, is there another show that in Ten years' time, some creator is going to be like, oh, I was really heavily influenced by blank, and so I created the next big thing. Well, you can allude to The Sopranos. Yeah, so Sopranos, I would say, is like the first television drama that everyone's like, this is the best media ever created. And then, aside from like, I Love Lucy or The Honeymooners, like original television. And then you go down the line. There's no television drama. Dramas are all in movies. And then The Sopranos happens. And then you get the golden age of television you get the wire you get oz and then you start the later years you get uh mad men and breaking bad and right kind of so thing. if it follows some big cultural touch point it's not the touch point what i will say is i in my heart i want it to be brian cranston but i think um ultimately it has to be mickey mantle i'm content with both of yes. these americans honestly but i will say brian cranston just for the sake of if I'm, I guess I just hang out with too many fucking soccer fans. Well, on my birthday, this Saturday, I want everyone to take a poll of everyone in the room and ask what people like more, Breaking Bad or baseball. Mm-hmm. Oh, but then you have to answer the poll. That's not the question. Yeah. It's different. But, like, when but why? Okay. Who represents but when you America? Think but if they don't watch baseball, they're not going to know who Mickey Mantle is. Well, when, you Breaking Bad, they're not know. when you think but about they it. But they will watch Breaking Bad, because I'm saying... And they will watch baseball. Equal validity. I don't think they're going to watch baseball. I'm going to... We're going to... People are watching baseball right now. Somewhere. No one yeah. coming to my crawl on Saturday, and maybe I could be mistaken, but I have 50 people coming what to my 30th birthday. Really came from a softball game tonight. <laughs> 
I was I was subscribing to my bias a bit here, but I think that you do love your honor. Look, I'm telling you, it's, it's great. But um, I would contend that Mickey Mantle could potentially go all the way on the winners bracket. Like that, there's so could Brian it's Cranston. Hard to it's hard to think of somebody who really could be more American than Mickey Mantle on the surface. It's weird because he's passed... You know how we're always like, we can't add fictional people to it? Is Mantle has, as a real person, passed almost into like that iconic fictional yeah. status. Yeah. And Cranston hasn't. Correct. He is much more recent. Right. It's just a lot of people don't even know who Mickey Mantle is or what he did, but they mm. know the name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's what I'm. I don't think they do, and that's what I want to get to the bottom of. If they do, and I'm wrong, then I applaud that. And Mm -hmm. I, I do think Mickey Mantle has done a lot. I mean, this is maybe the first time in this podcast where I'm very content with both winners winning, and there's not a clear answer that Molly falls asleep during and costs (laughs) me the victory. George W. Bush came up. If it was George W. Bush versus Mickey Mickey Mantle. Mantle. All right, my grandmother would kill me. <laughs> well, is she a listener to this podcast? My dad has a baseball do, collection, and uh, generally, like, I tell people about the baseball collection. It's like Sandy Koufax and Willie Mays yeah. and uh, Cal Ripken Jr. and Hank Aaron, and then they, and then I say Mickey Mantle, and he, they're like fucking Mickey Mantle, and that's the is that's he like the a name poser? That blows people's minds. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, the, okay. I see. Like I see. A legend. Yeah. Who's the one who talks to uh, Benny in the Sandlot? Babe Ruth, right? Babe, Babe Ruth. Ruth. Okay, so that's not even, yeah. My dad yeah, does not have Babe a Babe Ruth. Ruth. Well, then, it's much less impressive. <laughs> this is Babe Ruth, Brian Cranston. I think Babe Ruth, we would have stopped talking five minutes ago. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy, yeah. though. Why is Mickey Mantle more famous than Babe Ruth? And if so, why is he? He's just in the stage. That's what I'm saying. He's in the game. Oh, so you're saying Babe Ruth would have annihilated Brian? He would have annihilated Brian. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay, I was confused. And I would put Mickey Mantle in the ranks of Babe Ruth. Yeah, I mean, he's up there. All right, so it sounds like votes for Mickey Mantle. Yep. Uh, Triumph votes for Brian Cranston. Mantle. Mantle. All right, it's three to two. Mantle. Mantle. Four to two. Four to one. Four to one. <laughs> Brian Cranston, you're not the world's greatest American. Mickey Mantle, you proceed to the winner's bracket. Thank you all for listening. Let's Thanks, go. everyone, for being a part. This was a great, uh, great episode. Sorry you missed your concert, Jacob. Maybe you'll get there for the encore. Uh, but until oh, then, no. yeah, uh, until next time, thank you, America. We will see you in September with some fresh content. Um, and, you know, keep watching. Happy watch. birthday, Kate. Happy Woo! birthday, me. Big 3-0 this weekend. Bye, America. <laughs>